0: Coming up on episode 29 of Nosebleed Seats, Zeke Elliott will be playing week one. But will he be playing after that? We'll find out. College football, week one in the books. We got John John Harvick to talk about the Big 12. We give our AFC and NFC East predictions as well as my season preview. I went through and picked every game. You don't even have to watch them. I'll tell you what happened. We get weird. We got Biggest Dell, Biggest Dub, and UFC 215s this weekend. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show everyone can afford to listen to, the Nosebleed Seats. time for some nosebleed seats to show everyone can afford to listen to episode 29. Yes, it
1: is. 29. Who am I shouting out? DeMarco? You know DeMarco Murray? Eh, same no. position.
0: Eric Dickerson.
1: My man. All right. Eric Dickerson. And it's really because his first name is so incredible, and oh. I love it so much, and it's just, he sounds Butcher, like he's a great guy. I prefer
0: the last I name. I don't even know him. Do I love you? I Dickerson. Who doesn't? Zach Wolchuk, Eric Eric Chiafalo. Producer Bam, welcome back to the safe space. We have a lot of football, a lot of football. It's a football the season, time baby. Of year. Yeah, absolutely. We'll get into uh, the NFL. We'll have our final division previews. We'll do an entire NFL preview. I mean, I'm excited about this. I, I worked hours. You've been grinding. grinding. You've been texting me
1: in the middle of the night talking about what you've been doing, putting your boards together, digging through, ciphering through team pages and rosters. You're sick.
0: You yeah, really I'm are. I'm sick. I'm an ill. I'm ill. I've been really sick over this Ezekiel Elliott news. Really? Yeah, I don't it's know what the hell you. has been going on with By this. the way,
1: did your pajamas come in? No. Your Zeke, no. Your Zeke jammies? Then this no. This is why. No. So it's still your fault then. That's all I needed to hear? Nope.
0: Hey. Keep going. I'm keeping the blame. Uh, the news that came out today is that the ban has been upheld. Zeke will... Be suspended six games, Ooh. but he's eligible to play week one against the Giants because Why? I guess the decision came so late on Tuesday
1: because they, if it would have been what before 5 p.m. Eastern before time, five
0: o'clock Eastern. I think was, was, was the, the deadline. The that was the deadline time. Now I think the NFL is really making stuff up as they go.
1: No question. Nobody
0: knows. Absolutely. I don't really know what the truth is. The whole thing is a sham. They don't know. It's a debauchery. I feel like I have lost brain cells over this. But
1: hey, they're gonna make sure Zeke's there prime time Sunday night. Get get the viewers, get the ratings. Hey. And then yeah. then, then get out of here for six Man, weeks. Man, isn't
0: that something? Get out of here. A Sunday night football game. We need you for prime Giants. time, Zeke.
1: Do it for the NFL. Ooh. We're a family, Zeke. It's what we preach here.
0: But after that, you're gonna miss six games.
1: Yeah. But Act, until your
0: next primetime game.
1: When Monday night rolls around. Listen, if we got a Monday nighter in week five, we may have to
0: we may have to pull something out of well, our, our got, rear ends. There's a Monday nighter week three at Arizona. See,
1: well, listen, we, we make but decisions as we go, Walchick, so we can figure it out. Maybe that
0: one will get pulled back. We'll figure it and out. He can, but he'll be there for Thanksgiving. That's a big date, obviously.
1: Has to be there.
0: And at the end of the year, I think there's a Sunday nighter that he'll also be available for.
1: No doubt about it. So
0: the the, the big ones, he's there, minus one Monday nighter, and that might even get changed, Eric. I like where fantasy owners, don't count that week three game at Arizona don't out do it just yet. Well, if you're a fantasy owner of Zeke, then that means you didn't count him out for week one either. No, I drafted him at this 11. Is beautiful. Had a couple of fantasy drafts yesterday. One of them was with you, and I completely killed the league. Oh, of course you You think made so. a grave error your by name inviting is, me in
1: there. Your name is Team Wolchuk. Oh, my God. No one has respect for you
0: at this point. Hey, that's
1: it. They'll no have creativity. A lot of respect, but I'm
0: just creaming all over them throughout the entire season with W's in their well, face. As
1: you disrespect them, they're just going to feel nothing but respect.
0: I can see it now. They're going to feel a lot of respect.
1: Well, are you happy that that Zeke is going to play
0: week one, or would you rather him just get right into the suspension? I kind of would rather him get right into the suspension. It's a tough game against the Giants week one. Don't you want him? Hey, division. I think you got a much better chance to win, and in the grand scheme of things, especially when we get to – the NFC East, AFC East stuff. When you look at my NFC, East, I've got the Giants and Cowboys
1: in the Super Bowl
0: <laughs> against just each figured, other. You figured yes. it out. You figured um, out a way to make it happen. I did. Finally, and, and the I Cowboys said,
1: obviously win by a million, right? Of course, of
0: course. And Good. the NFL doesn't know what it's doing, so we might as well just put two division teams in the Super Bowl against each other. Of course. Hey, listen, the two maybe teams in football. Why hey, not? Never say never. Never say never. We right, do it babes? as we go. Week yes.
1: seventeen, we'll just hell with it. NFC East Super Bowl. You guys are Collision awesome. course. The ratings will be crazy. Of course you guys they will go
0: play in Minnesota, February whatever.
1: By the way, Zeke, put your helmet on, baby. Zeke, you're in. You're in. Homie. You're in on this one. Not this suspension. Oh, I know
0: we've been picking and choosing. You still got one game left that we need you to miss, but not this game. Not this one. This carry is carry prime over to time. Next year,
1: got to get those numbers up.
0: Um, it'll help your chances, but I think the Cowboys and Giants are going to be neck and neck. I've actually got them finishing with the same record. So this is a tiebreaker Wow, of, man. Kind you're of just game.
1: giving away all your stuff early
2: here. What are you doing? We're just... about
0: to, we're going to get right into it. That's our that's our A block. Oh, the, oh that's what we're doing. That's the show. That's where, the show. Where, where have I been?
2: We have a show. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard of it before. It's called Nosebleed Seats. It's pretty cool.
0: Sounds good. No, I'm enjoying what You guys got something going here. I can feel it. Uh-huh. So I'm just going to pretend that you actually... Pay attention to what I send you, and, and at least attempt to be prepared. Thanks for the courtesy. Know what we're doing. I thought we were going right to John. John, that's on you. No, no, no. I I Scheduling. told you that. No, no, no. I told you that right before. <laughs> We've had a postponed game because he was working the Rangers game. We will get to John John Harvard to talk college football in the Big Twelve after. Right now, we talk about Ezekiel Elliott, the Dallas Cowboys, the New York Giants, this NFC East. The only thing that matters, and right? how it's going to shake up, and. I really think that this is a division where people want to say it's the best in football. I don't think it is. I think the AFC West is the best division in football this year.
1: Wow, look at you making bold statements right from the gun, yeah, man. Got, You're getting
0: me fired up here. Well, I'll go into that a little later. Why? I think that the Giants and Cowboys are the only two really good teams in this division. I've got the Eagles around a 7-9 and nine football team again. No respect. No, I, I got to see it. You know, I like Wentz. I was a Wentz guy coming out. But he's, he's with the Eagles. I've, I'm trying to take bias aside for this. LeGarrette Blount has not looked good in the preseason. 18 it, touchdowns last year. He's a goal line guy. He's Marshawn Lynch. With the Patriots. How yeah, many times have we point. seen a guy leave New England? Every time. All of a every sudden. Every time. All of not them. Not that good. Every
1: single one of them. There's never been a guy that's left the Patriots in the last 15 years and did anything good with his life.
0: Now, they do have a, an, an extraordinary defensive line. One of the best in the league. They're very, very good. Fletcher Cox. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's stud. the man. They brought in, uh, oh, my gosh, another defensive tackle that's very, very good. I'm blanking on his name. Timmy Jernigan from the Ravens. yeah,
1: former uh, Seminole.
0: And then on the outside, you've got Brandon Graham. And Derek Barnett. They drafted in the first round. Derek Barnett, and they signed Chris Long.
1: But then it's what? Then they just have a bunch of guys, right? Who's in their secondary? I
0: don't know. Uh, Now, the secondary is the question mark. And I think in a passing league, the secondary is going to hurt them. They might, you know, they'll get a pass rush. That'll help. But, so they
1: don't scare you at all. You're a Cowboys fan. They scare I've you I've got them around an
0: 8-8 eight eight team, football team. Uh, I think that they'll be competitive. And, yeah, I think that they can give the Cowboys a difficult game. Everybody within that division, you know it, even being a Dolphins fan, they give the Patriots fits. Yes, they Are do. Are they ever better than the Patriots? No. Whoa. But, but they can steal a game from them here and there. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. No, no doubt. The, the division games, it does. you kind of throw records out the window. It doesn't matter. You guys play twice a year. You know each other so well. Just because of that, it can't help but be a good Game nine times out of ten, yeah. So they're going to give you a fight, but in, in terms of the grand scheme, I don't not, care. Not you're nervous. not worried about no. I'm not so worried. It's about only the It's only the Giants. It's only the Giants. It's that Eli Manning. Is it really? Is it that Eli Manning?
0: It's just the the ones Eli, Eli Manning. It's Eli Manning. It's Brandon Marshall. It's Odell Beckham. It's Sterling Shepherd. It's no one on the offensive line. It's a, a bad sure. offensive line. Yep. That's absolutely. why I just
1: except for the fact that their defense really plays the Cowboys well that's 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 the thing to me it's not the offense if I'm not worried about the offense you can give them every receiver in the league their offensive line is awful so I'm I'm concerned about the fact that their defense actually gives your offensive line a little bit of trouble and that's one of the only teams in football that does that and they still can because their defensive line is is powerful so that's why and so that's why I think Zeke in the first game is a huge help. For the Cowboys, if I'm you, I'm like, I'm clapping. I'm thinking like, geez, this is a gift. Except uh, this is the silver lining in a terrible situation. Six games is awful. But at least she's playing against the Giants week one. We We got ourselves a shot now. Not that she didn't have a shot before, but I mean, now I'm
0: picking the Cowboys to win the game. Zeke is a difference maker. Certainly, I don't think the Cowboys would have won this game without Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, with him now...
1: Throws a wrench in it. What about your picks? What about your papers? You've been doing all that research, Walchick. You're just going to change it now? You're going to abandon ship? You picked the G-Men. Ride it out.
0: I picked the G-Men. Yeah, you did.
1: I, I see did. see it all over your face. I did. Good for you. I'm proud of you. You actually took that step. Yeah, so I, I went with the Giants. Do we have any... Aren't we doing the sound? Well, here's the thing. Don't we have? Don't we have, like good music intro music for
2: each team as we go through them isn't that what we're All doing right, well, let's
0: go through with the Giants
1: yeah so so now is when we're gonna really start the segment okay a block
2: so we're gonna start with the Giants
1: yes we're gonna start with the Giants are we going to start with the Giants
2: who you want to start with we'll start with the Giants we'll
1: start with the Giants
2: alrighty so
1: so like we do when we always preview these segments every team we get some we get some audio to represent that team and and we lead into it so here come the Giants here we go audio them up let's Yay, Giants.
2: Giants in three, two, one.
1: Wow, okay. New York Giants football. And there's your intro. We New all remember York, that.
2: New York.
1: <laughs> that was Eli Manning at the podium, wasn't That was
0: Eli at the podium. I thought so. Uh, he was having a moment. Everybody remembers a moment.
1: that fr- that, uh, he that press conference. He was having a moment. Yes, he was.
0: You know he was. That was really
1: good. No, that was yes, great. Yes, was. That definitely represents the Giants. That
0: represents New York, I think, to a T. Have you yes. been there?
1: No, but... I've, I've seen the They've Jets play football. They've got dead bodies so. on
0: subways so I've been told. So it smells terrible.
1: The restaurant? Yeah. Really? Subway it's, restaurant, dead bodies. They Insane. advertise
0: Eat Fresh. Those Subway bathrooms have dead bodies in them. If you mm. listen to Let's Get Weird with Wolchuk in you would episode know that. 28. By the way, if you didn't. Go back. Go back and listen. But I do. I think that, I just think they're going to be good. I think that defensive line's ready to rock. I Eli Manning... Regardless on my feelings aside, does he turn the ball over a ton? Yes, that offense is going to score a lot of points. That defensive line and I think that secondary with Landon Collins, they're good enough. I don't that, that think defense the offense is, is, that defense score defense that is going many to points. be A hey, top twelve we... defense in football, that offense is going to score a lot of points.
1: The defense is going to uh, is going to be a top defense in the league, no question. But Bab, can you give me something on how much how many points did the Giants score last year? Because yeah, okay, I, I, don't, I don't think they score. they do. They got Brandon Marshall, who's now a year older. He's pretty and they got, good. And they got Evan Ingram. Brandon
0: Marshall's a really good red they zone did target. Nothing. They got a really good receiver. They did nothing to
1: bolster their running game. Their passing game wasn't what was killing them. I'm except with for you. The fact they that. They don't protection have a great running awful, game. And then they can't run the football. And they did nothing to help that.
0: Shane Vereen was hurt last year. They're hoping Paul Perkins is good. I get what you're saying. But the Giants are a scrappy bunch. I I'm telling you, I think they're going to be good.
1: I think they're going to I think they're going to be about as good as they were last year and it's because of their defense. It wasn't because they're scoring a bunch of points. It's not because exactly, you're going into got the Sunday with a really board. good defense. Yes, but I I
0: think that offense can be explosive. I just don't see it with that
1: offensive line. I think as a Cowboys fan, you can see the difference. You've had good offensive lines, you've had great offensive lines, you've had terrible offensive lines. It doesn't matter who your receiver is. You can have every Des Bryant
2: in the league. Matt, what do we got? The Giants last year scored a total of 310 points. That was good for 19.4 a game, 26th in the league. Yeah, let's
0: hear
1: that fart sound again because that's exactly what that is. You can't even Brandon score 20 Marshall points in, in this day and age I of think it's going to make
0: a big difference for them. I think their offense got better this year. Okay. Well, it wasn't because of their offensive line. I think line. teams are going to have trouble matching up with those three receivers. But they won't have a problem They haven't had Eli a receiving Manning. tight end. Yeah, that offensive line is bad. I and agree that, with you. And so that's just it. But that it's defense sad. is really good. Yes, I will. And I, will I will think totally they're agree. still going to be able to throw the ball I, uh,
1: they'll be able, until Eli Manning dies in the pocket. I
0: think they're going to be good from
1: throwing too many if interceptions hurt, and or getting his oh, head knocked oh, off. I mean,
0: hey, that's what the thing with predictions. Quarterbacks. You lose one. Here goes Geno Smith, baby. You're coming screwed. on in. You're struck Geno Smith. backup. No one the backup. wants to see Geno. No. You might as, God, as well no. doesn't Davis Webb. Geno's
1: praying for a, a completely healthy season for Eli Manning.
0: They drafted a quarterback. They might as well put him in there. Who was Davis Webb? Or Davis Webb. Some young gun. <laughs> Davis Webb. See what Just you got out go of Go let it
1: rip, Davis. No, they're In front, front of, of that terrible offensive
0: line. Atrocious if, if Sheila like, goes down. He's their only hope. But I love their defense. I think their defense is really good. They stopped the run. I think that secondary is good. And I'm a believer in that passing attack.
1: I'm all about Landon Collins. He's really good. All right, what are we getting to next? Uh, Who's next?
0: Eagles? Let's go with the
1: Eagles. Sure. Philly. We Philly Philly. a little bit. All right, let's
0: get some uh, let's get some Eagles sound. Philly. Really? Wet. That was wet. It's from those cheesesteaks. The grease. Was that Wentz at the podium? Wentz was wincing at the podium. Who's podium? I mean, so. He was
1: at Wentz was at the podium that well, day.
0: You know me. I mentioned it earlier in the show. I like Charles Wentz coming out in that draft class. He's in Philadelphia. He started off the season pretty good. Got came down to earth just like the rest of the team did. Mm. They added Alshon Jeffrey. They added Torrey Smith. They traded Jordan Matthews. They added Ronald Darby to help that corner core a little bit. Still don't like their secondary, but talked about the pass rush. I think the Eagles are a middle of the pack team. I think they'll win some games you think maybe they shouldn't win, but they'll drop some games that you think, eh, maybe they should have won. I think they're a 7-9, 8-8 They're eight basically like
1: team. 90% of the NFL, which is just,
0: eh, an okay. Average team. Yep, you're exactly. Okay. I think a they bunch are, of okays uh, in the Patriots. A bunch of okays in the Patriots, sure. Uh, and then the yeah, Jets. That, I, I don't think that that's the The Jets truth. at the bottom. The Jets, are, well, the Jets are at the bottom. Those are the spectrums. We'll get to them in a sec. But the Eagles, yeah, the Eagles are right in the middle of the pack. They're an average team. I think Wentz is okay. I think he has an okay year. I don't trust that running game at all. Like, I don't trust the Giants running game, but the Eagles have a much better offensive line than the Giants do. that's
1: the one thing. Now, the problem is they have a quarterback with no pocket presence. So that's the thing that you hope that they get better at is just Carson Wentz. Hopefully you get better, bro, because... You weren't very good last year. Now, we gave you a receiver, Alshon Jeffery. You didn't have a receiver last year. Everyone who was acting like they were a receiver for the Eagles last year, they actually weren't receivers. They were just they were playing a fool. Everybody was in Halloween costumes. This is the first NFL receiver is actually going to play with Alshon Jeffery. But it doesn't okay. matter because his presence sucks in the pocket.
0: The pocket presence, no bueno for Wentz. No wentz bueno. Alshon Jeffery, do you think he has a good year there? He's on a one-year contract. It's a show-me year. Well, he's trying g- to make yeah, some he's money. he's
1: their guy. He's, he, yeah, he's definitely in a show-me year. Wentz is going to throw it up to him because who else is he throwing it to? So he's he's going to come down with
0: some stuff. I'm sure. Alton Not a believer Jeffers in a Nelson Aguilar. Aguilar or Tories that's Man. one
1: of those fake receivers we just got done speaking about. Nelson Aguilar.
0: They always suck. And then there's the Redskins. Yeah, they really do. The uh, the old Hogs. Washington.
1: Oh yeah, do we have uh
2: nation's capital? They
1: had some big plays last year. I'm sure we have some great Redskins sound. We, have, we have cousins.
2: We have some great Redskins intro sound. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Good. Here we go.
1: Was that a 13 second Kurt Cousins at the podium fart?
0: That's about all the talent that they I lost had, in had their no receiving core the that NFC just went East. out of the room. I Air I out of no here. I had no
1: idea the NFC East was so gassy. That was
0: Deshaun Jackson taking the top off the defense, baby. Jeez, man. I, I do not like that. Elephant Kurt out of the room. Just
1: for the record, Kurt. I do not like that.
0: No more Pierre
1: Garçon. He's gone. He is. But welcome Terrell Pryor. Yeah, six five. Welcome Terrell He's the, Pryor. He,
0: him and his quarterback are already uh,
1: at odds. At odds, yes. Are they really? They I are. did
0: not know that. I drafted him on my fantasy team. No, uh, son of a. And I was expecting big things from Terrell Pryor as well, but they are already. I think Pryors Stop made it. comments about the location of the footballs. It's poor. And Cousins has made comments about the route running. Oh, really? Cousins yes. is, is doing se- that. The, the amount of separate. The amount of separation. Yeah. Pryors getting from DBs not good.
1: Well, then I don't know what he was doing last year if it was just he was winning a bunch of 50 50 balls, which is fine. Listen, he's 6'5, 6'6, and he's fast as lightning. Jump through the roof. You don't have to. That's the that's the beauty because Kirk Cousins, we all know, cannot throw an accurate football. He makes it tougher on his receivers. Jason Jackson's not a kind of guy that's going to help Kirk Cousins. Now you give him a big ti- uh, Terrell prior. I like it. He doesn't have to run great routes. Just run straight and throw it up.
0: Throw it up, throw it up. 15 times. Come down with two. Redskins, I've got it 4 and 12. Not good.
1: No, Oh, wow. That Not is good. a slap in the face. I Weren't they at like nine wins last year? There's
0: been a falling out. I think that it is a dysfunctional organization. I think that's going to seep through the team. I think they've lost a lot of offensive firepower. Maybe they can run the football with Samaj Perine Ryan and Robert Kelly. Kirk Cousins is what he is. I think they lost a lot of weapons. I don't trust Jamison Crowder to be your number one guy. We'll see what happens. No, Pryor. Terrell Pryor's very number one talented. Jordan
1: Reed, don't you uh, disrespect Jordan Can't Reed? Can he stay healthy? That's the
0: question. I don't know about that defense. Josh Norman just hasn't seemed to click. They don't have a pass rush. I don't like the Redskins this year. I think it's a, a turmoil, dysfunctional, Dan Snyder-owned football team. Bye-bye, Jay Gruden. Kirk you know, Cousins has, I don't, to I don't San think Francisco anybody at the end of the year. That. Yeah, probably, yes. He should be there now.
1: Redskins should Washington. have just
0: gotten rid of this situation entirely. But he's in Washington, so they like, Now, let's go on to my Dallas Cowboys.
2: Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas oh, Cowboys. Yeah, well. We don't have fart audio for them.
0: No, because they're the greatest uh, of all time.
2: Some might disagree.
0: <laughs> Some might disagree. Um, They are the reason why people tune in and watch football on Sundays, regardless on if they like it or not. They are the main attraction of the National Football League. They are America's team. They are the Dallas Cowboys, the ones with the star on the side of their helmet. I think they're going back to the playoffs this year. I originally thought the Cowboys were 10-16, and 16, however—
1: Wait, do we not have any Cowboys intro stuff?
0: Going through—no, no, Bab, Bab was lazy. He didn't get that, but wow, it's okay. Wow, that
1: is disrespectful to you, Walchick. How was I supposed Actually, to get another fart clip?
0: You was supposed to get cheering, hooping, hollering? That was a
1: great move by you, Bab. I appreciate that. I can sell it myself. I don't need any help. Slight slap in the face to Walchick and the Cowboys. No, there's
0: no slap in the face there. There's just my own— talent with words and hyping up this team. All right, continue. I think they're going to be pretty good. Now, without Zeke for six games, certainly that's going to hurt a chunk of the schedule. Got him week one, though. But they've got him for week one. That helps their chances. And all
1: the other Monday night games.
0: I had that game as one of their four losses, so maybe that can turn into a win now. But I've got him at 12-4, tied with the New York Giants. For first place, I have the Giants actually sweeping the Cowboys again. I think they just match up well with Dallas. Yeah, I'm just being honest. I think they do. I think they match up very, very well with the Cowboys.
1: So you think they, the Cowboys sweep the Eagles, sweep the Redskins? Yeah. Yeah. And then get swept by the Giants.
0: Four and two, and then a sweep, and and maybe that evens out, and they split with either the the Eagles and or the the Giants. How, how
1: sad would you be if they a sweeping do end of the up, Redskins will happen? Because then they end up with a wild card. That means you have them ending up as a wild. Got them as the number
0: one wild card team, and you know what? That's fine with me. I think having to sit out that week last year kind of hurt a little bit. I like playing that wild card game. I think the the hot teams prevail. Man, get in and get hot. Mm-hmm. Look at Green Bay got on a run last year. Certainly when you're new england it doesn't matter you're no, so used to yeah, just playing you, you in super you want the break Bowls. you you want the week you off you it. you know yeah. you got a four year old quarterback who's the goat and just knows what he's what he's doing vacation does your right for a young team like the cowboys i want that consistency i want to show up i want to be confident i want to be doing our thing i want to be rolling so i've got them in the playoffs as the wild card seed that's my nfc stuff what do you what do you think on that
1: no i i i don't strongly disagree with anything i think the cowboys are the best team in that division Unless that offensive line on the left side. Really, I think the Cowboys season almost hinges on the back of Tyron Tyron Smith. Because as soon as that thing stiffens up and he's missing games, that left side of the offensive line is well less than good. And Dak Prescott's used to more than very good. Health is an asterisk
0: on all of this. No doubt.
1: No doubt about it. But I think, I mean, it's interesting when you can just have one guy. Like, I think the one guy for the Cowboys is Tyron Smith. You do not want to lose that one guy. And if you do, who knows what happens. But I think you guys are the best team. Your offense is... You're kind of the opposite of the Giants because the Giants' defense is so good, and I don't actually think their offense is great. You do, but I think think the Cowboys are similar where... It's just the opposite. Their defense isn't very good, but their offense is just so stellar. They control the football, and I'd rather have a really good offense that can control the football than a good defense because the defense ends up getting worn out if your offense keeps putting them on the field. At least you, you have a poor defense, but they don't have to play that much. The offense puts them consistently in good positions. So that's it just, what helps. It,
0: yes, exactly. Your, def- your best defense is hiney. your offense. When you're playing against the elites like Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs and he picks you apart and you fall behind 21 to nothing. you have to abandon that. That's where the Cowboys... Lack of defense will come back to bite them at some point. That's or, what we Or coaching.
1: What about the coaching? What about Jason Garrett?
0: How much is he it's frightening? More, it's more on uh, Jason Garrett. Frightens me a little bit in big game situations. I, I've always said this. I think he's a horrendous clock manager. No good. Not good. That's, I definitely. Not wow. I don't like in, that. In terms when you're of clock Putting management. up the
1: pros and cons of my head coach.
0: But I do like Ron Marinelli and his ability to coach up this defense. I think the Cowboys' defense again you'll get more out of them than you anticipated. For sure. And that's going to help them win some games because you know that they're going to hustle, they're going to compete, and they're going to try hard. And yes. I like the youth. I think that they added some talent. They lost a lot of experience, but I think at the end of the year, again, why I want them to, I don't think getting the wild card is a bad thing at all because you can keep playing. Just let those guys keep going. Don't let let—don't let it get in their head like, okay, we're playing good football. Maybe, you know, don't eat the cheese. Just keep going. Yeah, it would almost serve the reps. Let's go. Give it to me. Yes. It would almost serve
1: Dallas well to end up being like a 10 and 6, 11 and 5, where you had some ups and downs. You weren't just cruising through the whole
0: season. I, I could agree with you there. And it might happen. Let's look at your division, the AFCs, the one that you know and love very, very well.
1: Nosebleed y- seats baby AFC East NFC East Now it's the
0: AFC East. Well, yeah, sure, NFC East yeah, AFC yeah. East preview.
1: But now that's the AFC East. This is what we're rolling with. So, let's start with the worst of the worst. You know who that is?
3: J E T E Jets.
1: Got to love the J E T E Jets. Not J-E-T-E, Jets.
3: really. J E T E Jets.
1: Thank you Tony Richardson. The Jets are the worst team in football. They have they have climbed the sewage mountain. They have surpassed Cleveland. They are the worst team in football, and they and they're just they're just giving all their good players away. You Sheldon Richardson here, just have them, take them, free nothing. We don't want them. We are shooting for zero wins. Sammy D,
0: come to the Jeets. I've got it with one, one win. One.
3: Wow, Wonderland.
1: and it's over the Dolphins, isn't it, you sack of I think
0: it was over the Browns or the, the Bears, one of the other okay. terrible teams in the league. Maybe the Jaguars. Or it was it was, it was was against somebody Awful. that was not good, and I'm just thinking it's so rare that a team goes 0-16. I'll just give them one here as a, as a reward. They're for really being not irrelevant.
1: even much worth discussing other than other than maybe if you want to just play that sound one more time because it's so great. But otherwise, I don't need to hear anything else about the, uh, the Jeets.
3: J-E-T-E, Jets!
1: So let's move on second worst buffalo oh man the bills of buffalo yeah buffalo's let's get some a, sound buffalo's a horrible city horrible horrible i spent 10 minutes in buffalo once it was the worst month of my life <laughs> that is great 10 minutes in buffalo feels like a month i'm sure it does bills traded away sammy watkins yes they did they're they're kind of like the jets so they're just kind of giving people away too they, got they a made new head a coach. bunch of trades
0: uh, I, look, Tyrod Taylor, I've always kind of liked, but... Yeah. You're looking at
1: a five-win team in Buffalo.
0: Three. Three?
1: You got three. Okay. Three and I'm not going to sit here and argue, but I'm three sure to one of the three wins. is against yeah, the I Dolphins. can see it.
0: Uh... <laughs> Maybe one of them was, yeah. I guarantee it is. The home no, it means, doesn't. yeah. I think I gave him a home Because Ralph game.
1: Wilson, we're probably there in December when the winds are swirling and the snow is yeah. a flurry, and the Dolphins just don't know how to react. Exactly. going to lose. My thinking, exactly. To Thaddeus Lewis and the Buffalo Bills yeah. like we did like four years ago.
0: No, I don't think the Bills are very good, Jeez. though. Jeez. Not going to be relevant. No,
1: they're going to be awful. So we can really skip through them, too. Now, yeah. we, now we start getting to the cream of the crop.
0: The Miami Dolphins.
1: Really? You're going to go there next? We're not going to finish out? We're not going to round it out with with, yeah, uh, no, with the love? Really? The, the number
2: okay. two, the number two team here. All right. There's some disrespect there. You want to talk one or two first, though?
0: We want to talk... I guess we're talking two, man. Two first, because the one deserves to be last. Ah, that feels good. Uh,
4: the it's their really. We take the ball from goal to
3: goal like no one's ever seen. Not we're
2: on the ground we're always in control and when you say Miami you're not the Super Bowl cuz we are yes we are baby Miami
1: just makes you feel Wonder good you can't help yourself baltic's doing the no pants dance
0: i do love this song it gets me going i think the dolphins are not going to be very good this year either
1: really okay what makes you say that now, is it the fact that our starting quarterback blue is ACL I think out? that's a that That's has a something factor. to do with it. That is a factor. No and depth on the offensive line. The little, offensive little line something. is a little shaky. Can't, can't stop the the run at uh, all. On I'm defense. not
0: certain about the yeah the, the run defense. The secondary lost a handful of corners. Yeah, already definitely for the hurts. I've got them at five wins. Yeah, five, that, yeah, five that makes 11. plenty of sense. Does that so mean this entire
2: division is five wins or less? Except this for is the, the worst. Except <laughs> for the Patriots, who are 16 and 0. The nine.
0: worst, <laughs> and I'm saying it's it's even worse than the South, the AFC South. This is the worst division in football, in my opinion.
1: Smoke and Jay Cutler, you got no respect for my guy. Look,
0: I'm sorry, because maybe—and I wouldn't be shocked if you see maybe the Dolphins are an upstart story. Cutler plays pretty well. They've got a lot of offensive talent. I think Devontae Parker's going to have a big year. I like Jay Ajayi. I like Jarvis. But there's too many question marks, and hell—I mean— Who's to say Ajayi doesn't get hurt? He's already been nicked up in training camp. Oh,
1: listen, man, don't speak it
0: into existence, you bleep hole. I'm just being. How honest. dare you? Yeah, what if Zeke Elliott? What if Dak Prescott just blows his arm out? Zeke's I'm sure already the out. Aren't going to be games. that great. Zeke's already out six games. What right? if he's out sixteen? Don't you dare. Except he's, for the Monday night game, at least playing. No, he's even without a leg, on he'll for Monday night in the Sunday. NFL. Prime time. I just don't have the like, the uh, Dolphins, excuse me, being very good. Listen,
1: I don't have them being very good either. But I think it's going to be kind of exciting. Our head coach is an aggressive kind of guy, and now he's got himself an aggressive quarterback. So from Sunday to Sunday, it could just be fireworks. Mostly coming out with a loss, sure, because our defense isn't very good. And they've got a tough. Cutler's going to be just just throwing it blindfolded. I mean, throwing it under between his legs. He's, he's just going to do it all. Doing his stuff, but it will be entertaining, and we'll come away with about five wins. Walter. you probably fair.
0: Thank you. Now it brings us to the reigning world champions, the team that is going to cruise to success even without Edeltron, the New England Patriots. From a condition standpoint, this team, this organization hasn't had these sort of issues in the past.
5: Yeah, well, we're on to Cincinnati. So, do you think, you mentioned Tom's age at the draft? We're on to Cincinnati. Well, do you think having a 37 year old. We're on to Cincinnati. Well, there you go. It's
1: funny because I don't even think they're playing Cincinnati this week. They should, though. What are they doing? It's week one. They're they should the, know are playing the Chiefs. That's right. They play Thursday night <laughs> on primetime. They're playing
0: Thursday night. They got Zeke. Zeke's going to play in that game. That is a great thing for the Patriots. Yeah, he
1: gets to play in all the primetime games.
0: But instead, they've got a guy by the name of Rex Burka that's going to take the world by storm. Oh, your former uh, P partner. Yes, fourth period urinal, buddy.
1: For those of you who don't
0: know, yes. Rex Burkhead
1: and Walchick were great bathroom friends.
0: We used to We don't we
1: haven't gotten all the details yet. we silently we've got some,
0: some weird ones. Relieve our daily liquid.
1: Wow, that's <laughs> that's not a really good way to start this thing off. You guys relieve your daily liquid together in the bathroom.
0: Tell you what, that is a bonding experience if I've ever had one. Oh,
1: I guarantee it was. And now your man, your boy, your lover, your friend.
0: Taking over the backfield with the Pats. You think they he's going to be the got guy? Brandon Cooks. I think he's going to end up being the guy. Why wouldn't you feel that way? He's your best friend. Absolutely. When's the last time you guys peed together? Seven years. Wow. Yeah, that long, it's been a while. Huh? It's been a while. Do you miss him? I do. Every day. Every day around. Like three times a day. It's like not thirty or so, times a day. I think, Man. This was my time. Oh, that was the time? That was the sweet spot? The last time that I ever felt, like, special. Yeah. You know? Don't tell Jillian. uh, I won't. Please don't tell Jillian. I won't. I promise. I won't. Brandon Cooks, I I like a lot. I think he's going to be very good with Brady. The defense just got better when you had Stephon Gilmore. The, yeah. the Patriots are going 14 and 2 and they're cruising.
1: The thing is about the Patriots is it doesn't even doesn't matter about the roster. It doesn't matter Stephon Gilmore. It doesn't matter Brandon Cooks. It doesn't matter. They just lost some edge guys, Derek Rivers, McClellan. They're only pass rushers. It doesn't matter. They'll find a the guy. They're gonna throw a Rob Ninkovich out there who couldn't make the Dolphins last week. And now he's going to come out here and he's going to have three sacks in week one. Gonna, listen, here's what's going to happen. Here's what's going to happen. Thursday night, the New England Patriots, we are all, everyone who knows and loves football is going to discover a new badass player offensively or defensively Rex Burkhead. that we've never heard of before. No, no, no. no a lot never of people have of. never
0: heard of Rex Burkhead, no, 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 sir. Never heard of. Rex Burkhead. Nope.
1: Even us. We've never heard of the guy. He's going to show up Thursday night and we're all going to be drafting it. We're gonna all going to be going okay. to the waiver wire to fantasy. We've never heard of this guy. It- Brady didn't even know him until that night. They just met. And he's going to score three touchdowns, and it's a true love story. And
0: here we go. Dwayne Allen. And
1: then they're going to do that 16 more times until they get to the playoffs.
0: Always. They are going to just cruise control. I
1: can't stand them.
0: They're elite. They're literally game planning against
1: Cincinnati this week, and they're going to dominate the Chiefs on Thursday. It's going to be insane. I don't
0: get it. (laughs) I don't get it. (laughs) Do you think the Patriots are going to win this division? Oh, uh... Man, if you're really gonna,
1: I'm gonna put the gun twist my arm, here, Yeah, sure. Why not? Give it to them. Yeah, I think the by the skin of their teeth. teeth.
0: So there you go. That's our Eastern, our Eastern Division stuff. Yeah,
1: I mean, wow, Super Bowl champs. Oh no, no, no the Vance McDonaldsons. How the could Vance
0: McDonaldsons are, are gonna play a role. We'll get to that. The Pittsburgh later. Vance McDonaldsons. Yes, the look out for Pittsburgh. The Pittsburgh Vance McDonaldsons. They're gonna play a factor later on in the show when we give our final predictions on the NFL season leading in. To Thursday night for Patriots and Chiefs. No split seats podcast. Zach Walters, Eric Chiafalo, producer Bam. It was also the first weekend of college football. Now we did not talk a lot about that last week because we kind of wanted to see what happened.
4: Yeah, because I didn't
1: know anything. No, truth is, I didn't know anything. Yeah. Well, that's usually until Saturday. Mm-hmm. College football. It's like they're keeping. It's new players every time. Everybody who was good last year is no longer there for the most part. They're in the NFL now, so I don't know these guys. I need to watch a few games to know. What the heck's going on? And guess what? Alabama's still good. Alabama's still really good. I ne- Hey, listen, I needed that game just to make sure. I wasn't sure about Alabama, college football. They lost
0: a lot of defensive talent. But, hey,
1: they're like the Patriots, man. I learned a new names on Saturday that I had never heard of Who? Before. What names? Give me some. Okay. You're going to put me in a corner here. Yeah, and, I am. Uh, really you probably didn't even watch this. the game. No. no, I did watch the game. I did watch the game. Damien Harris. quarterback. Damien Harris is a player. Yeah, he's a, a player. He's a person. He
0: led Alabama in rushing with nine carries, seventy-three yards, and a TD. Really, I would have said Scarborough. I watched the game, and I would have said Scarborough. It wasn't. Mar- Bo Scarborough did score, though. Yes, he did. Who was the leading receiver in this game, Mister? I watched. Had it to be so Ridley. Hard. It was. Yes, that's Not the only, only guy. I know. That's the only name I knew.
1: I'm glad. I, I'm glad I did that. But FSU's quarterback got smoked. I mean, what are we doing here?
0: Yeah, DeAndre Francois got hurt. the the year. That's a big loss. Francois is such a loss. great name, though.
1: I feel bad for him. I feel bad for Florida State. What are they going to do? I don't feel bad for Florida State. I am a oh, you're Miami Hurricanes fan. So Speaking we of just, your... Let's talk about your kids. How they, they do. Bethune Cookman. I mean, let's
0: just move on. Hey, North Texas beat Bethune mm. Cookman last year.
2: Yep. And oh, beat them. Oh, did they really? And beat them. Yeah, they beat them pretty Biggest badly. Biggest
0: game in, in the history
2: of the squad. I love squads.
1: I know you do. You're a big squad guy. Squats or squads? Not squads.
0: Squads. I'm sorry. Um, they did beat Bethune-Cookman. What are you thinking about this year for them? The Canes? Yeah.
1: We have a talented freaking roster. I, like, NFL receivers are running backs. A stud, Mark Walton, get used to hearing that name because he's going to be coming out to the draft this year, and you're going to be hearing him as a probably a second-round running back for sure. Talent galore. Mm-hmm. Quarterback, Brad Kaya, kills me. Brad Kaya leaves to go to the draft, gets drafted in the seventh round this year. Could have stayed one more year at Miami. Then doesn't even make the Detroit Lions. He got cut last week. He could have been playing for the Canes. So the problem is, is, our quarterback. He's just he's just okay. He's not great. And so when it when it matters the most, I think the quarterback situation is just going to be detrimental for us when it comes to winning big. I mean, I think they'll still win nine games. We better win nine games.
0: So what, big
1: but we time have a chance bowl? against uh, Florida State now. Now that Francois was hurt, and man, Francois took a freaking beating. I don't know. I mean, I, I obviously watched the game. Walchick, did you watch the game?
0: I did not watch the Miami game. No.
1: No, no, no. I'm not even talking about that now. So you yeah, have. I did. On, I, I watched Francois Alabama FSU. FSU. Florida State. I did. And yes.
0: he took a freaking beating in that, that game. Uh, the defense. I don't understand it. I thought Florida State had a shit chance in this one because they've also got an equally good defensive line. It was like Alabama is just men amongst boys out there. But I dude. will
1: say. FSU's defense definitely showed up. Oh, they held their own. I mean, they have freak shows on their defense. They 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 have a guy who's like 6'5", 260, and he was chasing down Hearns from the back. And I thought he killed him. So they got freak shows as well. Problem is Alabama, man. They just suffocate you, and they just don't stop. Their special teams is phenomenal. Their offense wasn't that great. But defense was stellar. Special teams was stellar. And they're 60 minutes, man. And they got guys, I've, their depth is just insane. They keep running different guys out. And before you know it, you look up at the scoreboard, and now it's 24-7. to 7 And your quarterback's leg just fell off.
0: And Francois was literally crying. I don't know if he was crying. They put him in that tent, and you just knew it was over. It was done. He had uh, Bo, Jimbo Jimbo Fisher was out there in there. I mean, it was just, could, the the I feel all of the energy and hope on that sideline. They knew they were losing the game at that point, and it was over. They were going to go 0-1, Dropped to Alabama, fine. But the fact that you lose your starting quarterback who had a really good true freshman season had you with the chance that you can maybe win the ACC. All those hopes out the window. Now, Clemson, did you watch any of Clemson? I,
1: I did not watch any of Clemson. They were playing like Kent State. I, I did not care. They were
0: playing Kent State. I watched it. I was uh, I was working, but I had that game on there. They looked good 56 to 3, 56 points, the most points Clemson has ever scored in school history in their season opener. The last two years, they've gone to the national title. They didn't put up 56 points in the season opener. Really, no. really good offensive output by Clemson. They looked like, hey, just because you lose to Sean Watson. Didn't miss a beat. Didn't miss a beat. You Kelly Bryant looks pretty call. damn good. Yeah. Another you know
2: what other school set a record for most points in a season opener? Yeah, who's that? That'd be the University of North Texas.
1: The Maine North Green. Texas Mean Green? Shout out. Call, baby. Call. Oh, speaking of Texas. I was wondering why Bab had such a chub today, and it's probably been since Saturday night. He's been chubbing since Saturday night. I think the North Texas Mean Green, Green. Green
0: might be the best school in Texas this year for football, North Texas, yeah. I think one of the rest, right. one of the best. Uh, Texas went down to Maryland, not in a Austin.
1: Good time. I was about to say, they uh, they went down to Austin, Maryland came down to Austin, and Maryland yeah. put a whooping on those longhorns. It was,
0: and Texas had chances in that fourth quarter, and it just wasn't meant to be, man. They just I didn't want a good the game.
1: Enough. I they started off on fire, right? They got like a pick six, so they like got a pick six return, or seven nothing, something. Like a block punt and they had, did something both else? Both
0: teams scored on special teams. The special teams was tr- terrible in this game. Texas was down double digits. They came back within three in the fourth quarter. And it just, oh, the whole thing just looked bad. bad. Time. They don't have playmakers. They lack skill players on the outside, man.
1: They have like 10 returning starters on defense, and their defense got mollywhopped.
0: The defense is bad. It was 37 points by Maryland. And then Texas AM and m up 34 34- Forty-four to ten. Excuse me. They were forty-four to ten. Yeah. In the third quarter, I stopped watching against UCLA.
1: By the way, we're just stealing. We're just. We're just totally just just dipping right into Biggest L right now.
0: Okay, that's fine. We're just dipping it in. Though. We're talking about college football. It's relevant. So no, well, it, I'm not no, trying to spoil your segment. No, it's segment. no, it's totally fine. If anything, it's a tease. It I is. can't wait. i going to say it's. It I is. can't wait to hear what you got. Well, I mean, it's pretty much everything. We just but said. man, they but blew it. They hard did blow bad. In yeah. Freaking. Not fourth. and not in a good way. Terrible.
2: Were you convinced ever in part of that game mm-hmm. that Kevin Sumlin would not make it off the field? Yeah. And he'd be on a flight home to wherever he's from, and AM would have a new coach by the next day?
0: The thing is, AM fans have such unrealistic
2: expectations.
1: Ever since Johnny Menzel got there, they think they should be a top three team constantly. It's like the no. worst thing
0: that could have happened to Kevin Sumlin was have that 11 and 2 first season.
1: Well, that's what got him. That's why he still has a job.
0: So that was actually the
1: best thing that ever happened I don't to think so.
0: It, put unreal- it was the greatest I mean, okay. thing that ever happened to him. Granted, I, nothing has ever been Aguilent better in his life. has always had unrealistic expectations. But these, this More team, so than
1: ever now, and you can thank Johnny,
0: Johnny Football. Johnny Football. And if you're making eight, nine wins a season like Kevin Sumlin's been doing in the SEC for Texas A&M, job well done. Good luck finding another coach. Once you fire him, probably next week. Yeah, it won't be long. To do.
1: It won't be long. They already to got. To do what he's doing. They got board members going on Facebook doing drunken rants, right? Talking about just how awful it is. I don't usually do this often, but. And then here's a, here's a novel and about how much we hate someone. Do you
0: not run the football in the fourth quarter? Why do you not run the ball? Because you can throw it, Walchick. You're up 34 points. Who running says anything about Milton. Nine lead. yards a carry. I respect the aggressiveness. You're pulling an Atlanta Falcons in Super Bowl 51. Thank you for
1: entertaining us all, Kevin Someone, I, for one, appreciate you.
0: Michigan and Florida played in the Cowboy Classic game we talked about because of all the suspensions from Florida. They hung in for a while. That's because
1: Michigan's quarterback was trying to give the game away. Well, he didn't want to win. Back-to-back came, interceptions bro. for touchdowns. Spite. Yeah, Wilton. They Spate. won in spite of you. Wilton oh, it's Spate, Spate,
0: eleven of twenty-five, one hundred and one yards and a touchdown. Their and defense is phenomenal. They've got a solid running game. They've actually got some decent receivers. Their defense that bailed is out a few freaky. picks. Just oh, phenomenal. The is better than last year. Oh
1: my god, the defense is so good. So good. And Michigan really impressed me when you t- because not because of the offense because because the offense was so bad and they still won so convincingly against Florida and Florida completely disappointed me, even though I hate them. So they kind of made me happy because they suck so bad but man Jim McElwain the shark rider what is he doing he's the offensive guy they're putting up 17 points I mean I know they had a lot of guys suspended so I guess we'll give their them best that.
0: receiver wasn't out there but who's
1: their quarterback the guy who was starting this week and god help us if he's if he's still the quarterback the next quarterback
0: week. play since Tebow has just been real it's it's, been besides Will Greer the kid that got yeah but they got rid out. of him and now he's and in now, West Virginia just killing and people. They had a great game against Virginia Tech. That was yeah. real back and forth. Virginia
1: Tech's got themselves a little dual threat quarterback. Well, do. I don't know his name, but he's a baller, man.
0: Just, got just that for one the record. Look, Greer stat line, 371 yards, three touchdowns in that one. He was phenomenal. Gosh,
1: Florida's got to just be
0: Upset. kicking themselves, kicking them. uh, you What could you do? I mean, you had to suspend the kid, but uh, it's, it's a pity he didn't say. Auburn looks pretty good with Jared Stidham, the guy that was originally a Baylor. Transferred out. He had a couple of touchdowns and an impressive 41 7 win for Auburn over Georgia Southern. Penn State looked good 52 to 52 to nothing. Yeah, How about Penn
1: state's a badass. Barkley, team.
0: 172 yards on the ground, a couple of he touchdowns. He is a
1: stud. Saquon Barkley. Remember the name. Yes. Watch him any chance you get. He is a stud running back
0: and Heisman contender for sure. And I Definitely. think probably the, the story of the weekend besides those ones. We'll get into some of the Big Twelve headlines in a second. Here we're going to get John John Harvick on the phone.
1: Yeah, baby. But
0: USC almost getting upset by Western Michigan. They turned it on in the fourth quarter. They squeaked it out.
1: Hey, you know they had uh, something cool happen. They had a uh, they had a blind kid come out and snap the uh, an extra point. Yeah, at the end of the game, then it was great. As a great moment. Actually, he should he deserves a nominee for. Uh, for big as as you're just
0: now on the fly figuring out your second. Yeah, no, this is good. This there is we good. Go. I'm glad we're workshopping Sam this. Sam Darnold struggled a little bit, did have a rushing touchdown to help get USC back in the game, but two interceptions, just under 300 yards. Sammy D, future G. I think that this is a wake-up call USC needed. I think USC is going to take off. They play Stanford next week. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to see the Trojans come out and beat the Cardinal, play very, very well this next Saturday. I think that lit a fire under them. That was a wake-up call early on against a pretty good Western Michigan team. They were great a year ago. They lost their head coach in P.J. Fleck and Cooper Rush, but that's a good program. You're able to escape with the win, but it gets you realizing, okay, this is a new year just because we won the Rose Bowl doesn't mean we're just automatically. Definitely. I mean, in the NFL,
1: they give you four preseason games. College, these kids just lace them up and go. Game one, it all matters now, and it's like, Listen, dude, even the pros get four weeks of kind of, all right, let's feel ourselves out a little bit. Uh, what's going on here? College, you just, hey, you're 18 years old. You got hammered two nights ago. Let's go win a football game.
0: So for USC, we'll look here at the uh, the rankings, the new AP, because I know you love rankings. USC fell to six. Did
1: huh. they really?
0: Fell two spots. Oh, geez. What are they going to do, Walchick? What's going to happen? It's fine. They're still in the top 10. Bam at one, as they deserve to be. Ohio State at two. They got a win on the road. Impressive. Indiana, well, they, they Indiana played off tough slow. in the first half, but they they really like it Kind of like USC a little bit. In the fourth started quarter. Started off
1: slow, kicked ass in the half.
0: Clemson at three. Penn State at four. Oklahoma rounds out the top five. Oklahoma and Oklahoma State both looking very impressive. We'll get to that with John John Harvick in just a moment to talk Big 12 football. Washington at seven. Michigan at eight. Wisconsin at nine. And Florida State rounds out the top ten. They lose Francois. They lose to Alabama. They drop from three to 10, Oklahoma State, just outside of the top 10 at 11. We now go to our Big 12 insider here on No Split Seats Podcast, Zach Chief Aerosmith, producer, Brad. We welcome friend of the show, John John Harvick, on air with us to talk about the Big 12 and a little bit of ups, a little bit of downs this past first weekend for that conference. John John, how are you doing?
5: I'm doing better than
0: the Big 12 is, that's for sure. Yeah, it's been, what were your first initial... Like, what? what's your reaction from this weekend? I'm, I'm sure excited to get it kicked off, and then when you see what happened, a little bitter.
5: Uh, yeah, it's it, this is rough. Um, I, I was very excited for college football, first and foremost. That was the, the first takeaway, but uh, not at all what I was expecting, not at all what I think anyone was expecting uh, to come out of this first week.
0: Let's uh, first talk about University of Texas. They lose to Maryland. There was a bunch of hype. They come in ranked at 23. Why they were ranked, I don't know, a team that's gone five and seven. But they've got Tom Herman. They're thinking maybe it's a successful year. They drop a tough one to Maryland at home. What's Texas' season
5: outlook now? Um, you know what? It depends on who you ask. And if you ask me, uh, I didn't have them anywhere near 23 before the season started in the first place. Uh The only thing that's changed from this year to the last three is the head coach. And I don't know how anyone could expect or have high expectations for that, uh, uh, for any first year coach. It's not fair. Um, I do think Tom Herman is a great coach, but having him come in in his first year while he is a great coach, I don't know if he's that great. Uh, so a lot of people had them going eight wins ish and, I had them maybe hitting 500. I really didn't see much improvement as far as change. I mean, the last three years, we're talking, they haven't had a dip in recruiting classes until this, this last year. This is the first year that they've had uh, less than stellar recruiting class, and they've just come up short each of the last three years. So I really didn't think there was anything to show me any difference of why this is going to be a better season except for Tom Herman. And for some reason, I, I took the bait. I, I went a little higher. I, I, did, I was like, okay, I could maybe see him coming in and finishing third or fourth in the Big 12, but I really didn't have high expectations for Texas. The good thing for Tom Herman is that this is his first year, and he will get one it's unfortunate that this would be if this is going to turn into a losing season. Old
1: prediction John so You're calling it now. Texas
5: is getting at least one win. You're saying that on record. One win. Yeah, I, I don't know if it'll come in Ames, I don't know if it'll come in Austin, but It's going to come. Uh, they're they're yeah, they're now underdogs for the next 4 or 5 games, I think. Uh so I I think they're going to win and I I would like to see them get back to 500, but uh I just don't think it's going to happen. I, I don't, I, the expectations after that first game should be uh, tapered off a little bit by, by the vast majority of people.
1: John, John Harvick on nosebleed seats podcast. John, John, if you're a, if you're a fan of Baylor A&M or Texas, who, who feels worse? Who's more miserable after this games this weekend?
5: that is a good question it's not baylor because i don't see how anyone could uh they lost
1: to the flames john john
5: they did I, the flames bad. john and there's actually a lot to unpack in just that one game but i don't see how you could out take a look at the new coach losing i think 90 percent of your 2017 recruits and thinking they were going to do much they even lost uh their one of the number one dual threat quarterback to A&M. That was who was a backup the other night, and he's he's going to be great. He wasn't great the other night, but he will be great. Um, Yeah, I I don't think anyone from Baylor could have expected a winning season. If they were, they're clearly delusional.
1: So you won't even guarantee one victory for Baylor then?
5: I won't guarantee anything for Baylor. After <laughs> no, like, I love it. The other day, yeah, it's uh, – after Liberty, there's – I mean, it's, that's what's so crazy is that this is what they do. They schedule easy non-conference opponents. And lose. To win. And open up in Baylor against Liberty and you lose – I mean – it's even called the Baylor method to schedule a weak opponent non-conference. And they lost at their own game. So uh, all bets are off for Baylor. A win would be nice. uh, Two wins would be nice. And I do think the conference is better when they're good. Uh, That rivalry between them and TCU is, uh, was for a while, uh, a premier rivalry and I hope that it rekindles, but yeah, this season, is not uh, going to be a good season for Baylor. Well,
1: and who's, who feels worse, John? John, is it A&M fan, or is it, is it Longhorn I, fan?
5: I think it's A&M uh, for a couple reasons. Because Texas, every single year, they get their hopes up, and only to be devastated. It's kind of pathetic. Uh, they're very entitled every year to think that they should just walk up and be granted a top 25 ranking and that's just not the case where with a and m you've got an incredible defense you have given uh coach sumlin chance after chance to produce do something with this team and he's come up short to the point now where at least one region is publicly calling for his termination um I, I do think it's Texas A&M because I think a lot of them were promised uh, a winning season, a good season. And I still think they will have one, but not being coached.
0: Have there. they had any losing seasons with Kevin? and someone? Uh,
5: I don't think so. They're
0: in the SEC. They play LSU and Alabama every year. I just think when you're looking at Texas and A&M fans, I think they're on the same playing field right now when you talk about entitlement. I think both of them think, okay, we are A&M. Sure. Uh, We are Texas, and and they should. They're the two powerhouse names in the state of Texas, which is the best high school football, in my opinion, in the country. Arguably top two or three, and I don't think you can even argue it, but for other people in other states that might listen to the show, California, Ohio, I'm not trying to knock you. People will play good football, but this, in your backyard, Texas should walk into a living room, and they should have the number one choice of whatever high school recruit they want. A&M a close second. So, I I mean, I can understand Kevin Sumlin hasn't lived up to expectations, but you look at A&M as a history. Texas has recent history of winning a national championship and competing in one. Texas A&M, they say that they've won three. Those are debatable. But in all honesty, Mm. you take out the Johnny Manziel Sugar Bowl season where they go 11-2, they upset Bama. Over the last 20 years, where has A&M been? They've been a very mediocre program. I think Kevin Sumlin's made them relevant.
5: Well, and that's actually two points that you brought up right there one texas being the powerhouse state in the country for football and last season we don't even have a texas college team ranked in the top 25 to end the season that's that's embarrassing for for texas to be the team that calls them or the state that calls themselves the football state uh that is embarrassing second a&m you're right remove johnny manzo era And what do you get? Well, you get a lot of uh, mediocre seasons. Uh, I even asked this to Coach Kingsbury at Tech at Big 12 Media Days about the narrative uh, that follows, that would say both Sumlin and Kingsbury, Kingsbury more because he got a job in Tech after Manziel. But I asked him, how much do you accredit, do you attribute y'all's, early success and popularity to Johnny Manziel and Kingsbury just flat out told me, yeah, Johnny Manziel deserves a lot of credit, uh, for, for, for getting any coach where they are for me, for someone. Uh, and I I didn't take that or I wasn't expecting that. I, I think any coach should be able to take credit for their own work. Uh, but you're right. Remove Johnny from those, two, three seasons was it, and what do you get? You get an A&M team that's no better than any other team in college football.
0: And, excuse me, it was it was the Cotton Bowl, not the Sugar Bowl, that they won with Manziel. But let's right. stick with, with Texas, so. the other two schools in this conference before we move over to Oklahoma, uh, and then we can go ahead and wrap. But you're you a TCU alumni. I think mm-hmm. a lot of a dynamic that I think that has hurt Texas is the emergence of a, a school like a TCU that is another attractive team, maybe more locally for some of the high school kids in the North Texas area. You have success with Gary Patterson. It's a great education in Fort Worth. I think maybe that has pulled some recruits away from Texas they would normally get to go to TCU. Is TCU the and I don't know your feelings on Texas Tech. You just mentioned Cliff Kingsbury and Tech. I don't think that they're going to have a very successful year. TCU now ranked inside the top 25. They got a big game in Arkansas this weekend are they the last hope for a Texas team to even have a say in the big 12 this year?
5: Uh, let's see. Baylor, Texas tech. I, yeah, that's a fair assessment. I really don't see tech doing much. I mean, there are a lot of people who think, um, Nick Schumanek looked really good in that first, uh, game. And we'll still have, we have a lot to see when it comes to that, but I, I wouldn't put my hopes in Texas tech, uh, TCU very well may, may be that only the only Texas team that could provide anything, and I would probably be a little reluctant to say success so far. I mean, they had a season in the Big 12 uh, where it's fair to say that they got snubbed from any playoff consideration uh, when they went on to beat Ole Miss in the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl and shut them out until the very end, and the only reason they got the field goal was because of uh, an interception that wasn't made in a turnover. I'm getting off track, but that was the only success that TCU has seen so far. So we've had a lot of losing seasons uh, in our first three years, two years in the Big 12. And then after that season, Boykin's gone. We kind of we, – we go back down a little bit. We build up. We go back down a little bit. So I'd like to see a lot of sustainable success from TCU. Before we start crowning them uh, uh, Texas' new match for recruits in the Big 12, I think that TCU does have a lot of promise, and 23 is nice. I hope they live up to it. But um, after that first game, they are now favored to beat Arkansas in Fayetteville. Uh, And I'm going to do everything in my power to get to that game. But, again, I'll believe it when I see it and that's about where I stand on TCU. I do think they are the last remaining chance for a Texas team to represent college football for Texas.
0: All right, rapid fire here, John John. Can Oklahoma beat Ohio State? Yes. Do you think they will?
5: Uh, No.
0: Is Oklahoma State a top-ten team in the country?
5: A hundred percent.
0: Do you think uh, it's all setting up for an Oklahoma-Oklahoma State showdown, or does West Virginia have a say?
5: Well, West Virginia is a good school to have a say. They do. Uh, I think Kansas State is a better option to have a say. Okay. Uh, but I do have Oklahoma State as my number one. I had him as my preseason top pick to win the Big 12. And we could very well see an OSU-OU showdown at Jerry World for the Big 12 championship. Wouldn't that be fun? I'm excited about. But, um, yeah, don't count out Kansas State. That is a very strong... Uh, school in this Big 12.
0: All right, well, we'll we'll keep our eye out. It's going to be exciting the rest of the year uh, to watch Big 12 football, see how it unfolds, especially since they do finally now have a conference championship game to play. John John Harvick, joining us here on the No Split Seats podcast, Zach Walsh, here. Chief follow producer, Brad. Thank you very much for taking the time, John. John, we look forward to talking to you in the future. Yes, sir. Take care, my man. Have a good night. You too. Peace. Well there you go. That was that was pretty much everything you could want and more in terms of Big 12, the Texas college football scene. Definitely more. Babies. Everything I
1: wanted, I had it. I had all I wanted and 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 and, 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 and then it more. was it was, more, it was
2: uh, more.
0: TCU Tech and North Texas were the only three Texas schools to win this weekend, am I
2: right? Uh SMU as well. SMU, yeah.
0: Who is does think that I, even count? If you want
2: FBS schools, yes. North TCU? Texas,
0: North Texas maybe the most impressive. I think out of those four.
2: In terms of impressive wins, yeah, you could give really, really, you can throw, and it's ironic because they play this week, but you could throw North Texas and SMU up there because they North Texas won for, uh, 59 to 14, SMU won 58 to 14, and uh, both were over FCS schools.
1: UNT for for it all, UNT Bama. Go mean Collision green, baby. Course. we want
0: Bama. Here we go. We want Bama. Who Hashtag saw that it. army bowl game with the sign? We want Bama. Uh, Josh Conrad, also a friend of the show, listener likes us. What we're doing here on those Bleed seats podcast. And now uh, we're we're done with the college football scene. We'll look forward to next week and week two. We might have a little more college football coming up, though, because it is time for Biggest L, Biggest Dub with Eric Chiofalo. Take it away, Chi. Take it away, Big Sean. (laughs) Biggest
1: L, Biggest Dub. Now, Walchick said we were getting out of college football and we were done with it.
0: Turns Stop myself for a second. We're going
1: right back into college football because <laughs> we just totally trampled me on my biggest L, biggest dub. Because losers are always first. Texas universities. All you Texas universities. I guess except Mean Green, UNT. Here we are. You're, you guys are fine. We're fine. But Texas, Longhorns, Baylor, Kyle Yeomans, and AM, All you Aggie fans. You guys took such a big L this weekend collectively and it it all happened it all happened so fast even though it was in a two-day span it happened so fast we all woke up Monday morning and wow bad things happened to good people and Texas universities you guys deserve the biggest L because Texas is supposed to represent in the football world isn't it Walchick high school even in Optimus we're supposed to have the best peewee players ever Best high school football
0: ever. It's embarrassing. It's an embarrassment.
1: And these guys show up on Saturday and Sunday and Monday and whatever day it was. Whoa.
2: Day with a D. You want a stat? Yes. The last time that UT, Baylor, and Texas A&M lost on opening weekend and North Texas won on opening weekend. 1967. Wow. That is a stat for you. Thank you for contributing to Biggest L, Biggest Dub. Welcome anytime, Bab.
1: And that's pretty much it for the biggest. Set. Oh, that's all you got. I mean, I, I mean we, we. I mean, what else am I gonna say? We already. I mean, we already said it. They all lost. Liberty beat the heck out of Baylor. That's sad. A M lost in just such sad fashion. You know what? I think uh, I'm gonna I have nominate...
2: a nominee. Oh, I have a nominee for biggest dub.
1: Oh, we'll, we'll get to it then. Okay. Hold, ho- hold, hold. Sit tight, because I do have an honorable mention. Now, somebody came real, real close to snatching that L away from all you Texas universities. And if it wasn't for there being the three-headed monster of all three of you crappy schools losing this week, I would have given it to my man, Gus Johnson. Now, we all respect good old Gus as a broadcaster, play-by-play. He's brilliant. But he had himself a little slip-up. This weekend, he's calling the UCLA game. Isn't he? He's calling UCLA. Yep. He's calling A M. and he ended up having a great call for good for him. But in this moment right here, he deserves a Biggest L Honorable mention.
3: Wilson has drawn comparisons to former LSU
5: playmaker Tyran Matteau.
3: Whoa, what
1: was that there, <laughs> Gus? Who? What is he trying to say? Matteau. Tyran Matteau. I think he's trying to say Tyran Matthew, the absolute stud player for LSU a few years ago. Now, currently on the Arizona Cardinals, Tyran Matthew. Yeah, I mean, this is a professional broadcaster, best in the business, Gus Johnson. What's his name? Matteau.
0: Mateau. Wait, wait, Tyron Mateau?
1: Yeah, no, 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 not your leg, but...
0: Mateau. Wait a minute, what? Tyron... Mateau. The Honey Badger? Is that who he's... That's what I'm talking about? I, I, just I don't the know. Honey toe.
1: This is not the Honey Badger. This is someone completely different. Not... Larry Foote? Is that where he's going for? I think he... This might be his cousin. I Matto. I mean, I, I really don't know because Tyron Matthew
0: was yeah, a great Matthew LSU was player. Really that's good. the Honey Badger. But not Mateau. I don't know, man. In fact, I really don't even like anything to do with, with a foot or a toe. You've, we've talked about that.
1: Even if it's your own? Mm-mm. You don't like your own feet? Nope.
0: Do you like your own? Mateo. No. Not even tyrants. Uh, I've got a friend named Matthew, though. I like Matthew. What's, so his, all right. what, what's his last name? Matto.
2: No. Is not, it
0: really? Not my kind of
2: thing. Matthew Matto. Wow. Mm-mm, no.
1: All right, so uh, what uh, the name? Gus Johnson. Give us the name of the starting safety, former formerly of LSU, currently on the Arizona Cardinals. Gus Johnson. What is his name? Mateo. Mm. I don't think so, Gus. Uh, big swing and a miss there, Gus.
0: Yeah, that's a mistake. I'm sure he realized it afterwards and thought, "Oh shoot."
1: Well, you can ha- you can tell play the whole thing because he's he so he's so uncertain of himself. He knows it. He's just limping in, and he just just bleeps out my toe.
2: LSU
3: playmaker
2: Tyran
5: Mato.
1: I mean, that that one-second pause feels like a 1,000 years. Tyran
2: Mato. it
5: is drawn comparisons to former LSU playmaker Tyran Mato.
2: You can tell he's coming up to it. He's seeing it there. Yeah, the pitch is pauses, coming in. Yeah, he pauses for a second, and then Tyran, and then he pauses again. Mm-hmm. And then just botches it. Just buying
1: time. He needs that extra second just so he can come and give you a big old home run swing with Mato. Gosh, that's bad, Gus. So, honorable mention, Gus Johnson. Trying to say a name, couldn't do it. It's all right. Happens to the best of us, Gus. And of course, our always biggest L honorable mention, Hugh Freeze. And and maybe more than ever because college football started this weekend. This is supposed to be Hugh's big moment. Ole Miss. Life is good, man. Football's back. This is what I do. I'm Hugh Freeze. Nope. He honestly, he probably didn't get to watch college football this weekend. Hugh, he was probably in
2: marriage counseling for that uh, prostitution thing. Do you remember this? <laughs> they did beat South Alabama. Uh, Who's that? Forty-seven to twenty-seven. Old Miss. Okay, but not Hugh Freeze. No, not Old Miss. Without Hugh Freeze, yes, beat South Alabama. But I mean, you know. You don't really go home to your mother and say, Hey, mom, we just beat the South Alabama Jaguars. Well,
1: Hugh Freeze would love to be able to go home to his wife and say that, but he doesn't even know what happened in the <laughs> game. He's off in some island getting counseling. It's a shame. That's an honorable mention there. And that's biggest L, biggest dub. Actually, that's just biggest L because here we have the biggest dub. The Nature Boy, ladies and gentlemen. Walchuk, you have posters of this guy, don't you? Which guy is this? The Nature Boy. WWF
0: Ric Flair
1: Ric Flair oh, now, yeah. I don't know if you knew about this But he was in a coma For a couple of weeks Yeah he almost died So he was going to be on uh, He was going to be on the biggest L list Assuming he ended up Taking the biggest L of them all But we have good news Ladies and gentlemen Ric Flair the nature boy himself I guess I mean, even though he doesn't sound like it, yes, he is alive and well. Let's hear from him.
3: Hey, to all my fans out there, let it be known worldwide that Nature Boy,
5: whoo, is back up and running, looking as only I can look. I want to tell all my fans out there, thank you for all the love, support, and I will see you in the very, 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 very near future.
3: Ooh. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Yeah, there he it
1: is. He sounds like he just got out of a coma That's the beauty of
0: it Hey, he sounds like he's loving those pain meds And he's rocking a shirt that says I ain't dead yet, mother effers
1: That is exactly what he's got going on right there So, congrats to the Nature Boy he's Obviously, only has a couple of weeks left You can hear it in his voice He has
0: Don't say that He has weeks, man He's ready to go He's gonna make a full recovery We'll see him back in the WWE ring soon
1: I don't know about that, dude
0: He sounds Next worse Next super fight?
2: Ric Flair and Conor McGregor.
1: Woo! He sounds worse than those commercials with the old lady who smoked Conor her whole McGregor, life and she's talking and out, there's of, a, she's talking out he's of a machine. He's going to
0: knock out Ric Flair. That is, that what, is that what that you're going for? doesn't fit as well. doesn't sound So good. bad.
1: <laughs> Anyways, honorable mentions. You know, UCLA... They were the team that beat AM.
0: Yeah, they did. They they got pretty pretty lucky. With and they, biggest comeback in UCLA up history. From Josh
1: Rosen, but they did it in a way that is signature to Dan Marino himself, and that is why honorable mention number one for biggest dub is Miami Dolphins fans. I, I felt it, and I know all of them, the rest of our cohorts did as well. As soon as Josh Rosen did the fake spike for the game winning touchdown or two point conversion, everybody knew. This was the Dan Marino play. He did the Dan Marino fake spike. So it gives us an excuse to think about it, talk about it, and, Bab, let's hear about it.
3: Field goal. A effort by Marino, who fires. Touchdown! You know what the Jets are thinking? He's going to kick the ball and throw it into the ground. He He's starts, They all stop. I mean, this is a beautiful play. They catch the Jets napping. They're just standing there.
1: Gosh, that feels good. Not not quite as good as the actual, the Dolphins song. Knock, knock. You know who they caught sleeping? Who?
3: J-E-T-E, Jets.
1: That's true. That is a great point. Thank you, Tony, for that. That's true. But that's pretty much it, man. I mean, that's Dan Marino, the pioneer of spikes right there for game-winning touchdowns. That's a big dub for the Dolphins fans, especially since we got bad news this week about our stadium and we're probably in not going to get a bye week. And the 5 upcoming record.
0: Yeah, the, he's giving us the
1: we'll get to you're that. right in the uh, path
2: of a Category 5 hurricane. Yeah, so yeah. what's
0: going to happen? I mean, are they going to just play at a neutral site? We'll play this thing in in Philly? We or? don't
1: know. We don't know. It is Tuesday night, and we don't know if we're going to play, where we're going to play, or when we're going to play. Nothing about this game do we know. So it's a sad time. It's a sad time, but that's Biggest All, Biggest Dub. We'll get to the dolphin stuff later. Yay, Ric Flair.
0: Yeah, we'll get to the Dolphins stuff coming right out of the break. We're going to take a break when we come back. We're going to be doing our final preview of the National Football League season. It will get weird, and then there's a little bit of UFC uh, stuff going on. The UFC 215.
1: Is it Ric Flair versus McGregor? <laughs> it's a big show.
0: That's down the line. we got to promote it. we got to go on a world tour first. We'll be there. Shout yeah, out we'll to each together. other for a bit. We might even and... go back to the girl collection. Because it was just so dang fun. I'll be pissed off if we don't. Take it away, Robert and the Diamond Broker. See you in a sec.
3: Hello, I'm Robert of the Diamond Broker. Over the past 30 years, many jewelry stores have come and gone, but we are still here. We are Dallas's original Diamond Broker, and our A-plus rating with a better business Bureau and a proven track record with thousands of satisfied customers sets us apart. The Diamond Broker has been the go-to source for loose diamonds, engagement rings and special occasion jewellery. We were one of the first companies in DFW to offer diamonds directly from the cutters. With over $2 million in loose diamonds to choose from, the Diamond Broker is the most respected wholesale broker. Because we guarantee the color, clarity and cut of every diamond sold. We offer good old-fashioned value and service. No gimmicks and no hassles. When shopping for an engagement ring, a pre-owned Rolex, or special occasion diamonds, visit the Diamond Broker. Ask around. Someone you know has done business with us. The Diamond Broker, Dallas' original Diamond Broker at Preston & Forest in Dallas, or on the web at diamondbrokerdallas.com.
2: Hey guys, this is Chris Sly, the Fantasy Guy, from the Morning Rant. This is how the show is now. Coach is gone. We've gone completely monotone. I'm hoping that you're going to listen every weekday, Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 a.m.
5: Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up.
3: This ain't like those other WBLZ shows, damn it. This is like Mr. T in the flesh. You know what I'm saying? Chains around my neck because they dangle low to my sandals with socks with WBLZ sandals because I got shirts and sandals and hats and pants and shorts and boxes and tattoos. So I don't give a damn. This is the morning rant. Talk like it. This ain't the other shows. You don't censor us. They try to censor us. They do censor us. Because we ain't those other guys. We make those other guys quit. We made them tap out. They wear shirts that say tap out on us. Like, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Real cool, bro. Yeah. Real cool, Boy, you quitter. We don't tap out. We fight. to the bitter end. Look at my teeth. You know what I mean? Looks like I fight with crap. But I don't. I fight sports fans. I believe LeBron James is the greatest. Me, bro. Shut up. I don't want to hear that crap. This is the morning rant. This is WBLZ Sports. If you're a real sports fan, this is where you're supposed to be. If you're a cupcake, cane, cane world, this ain't where you're supposed to be. No cane, cane. I already proved that once. I like cupcakes. Love cupcakes. I eat them every day. Every day. Just like if you're a cupcake, come around, I'll eat them too. This is the morning rant, WBLZsports.com. I'm the coach my favorite. You want real sports dogs? That's where you come from. <laughs> Chris I has nothing for it. That's it.
2: Hey, this is Webb from the 8
3: Bros, and I gotta tell you, whether it be for your industrial, commercial, or residential needs, Gen Services is the electrical contractor for you. The Gen Services team has the expertise, commitment, and educational years to help you solve all of your electrical concerns. They have you in their best interest with helpful suggestions to accommodate your every want. Give them a call no matter the size of the job at 740-438-7173. Mention WBLZ Sports and you'll get a discount. That's Gen Services 740-438-7173. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy E Glaze, one half of the Dopest Sports Show on Radio, the Crush Sports Talk. Check us out every Tuesday through Thursday, right here on WBLZ Sports from 3 to 5 p.m. The Doping Sports Show on Radio with your boy E Glaze. And Macy Heard, right here on WBLZ Sports. We've got balls. Doug Pepper painting a pressure
0: washing.
1: He has over 30 years of painting experience. He's interior, exterior, commercial, or residential. Doug Peffer covers it all. Is your house looking
4: we We'll call on Doug. Doug Peffer Painting and Pressure Washing, 404-966-3361. Mention WBLZ Sports and get a special We've Got Balls discount. That's Doug Peffer Painting and Pressure Washing, 404-966-3361.
0: Yeah, we them boys. You got stars Hanging on your nipples right now. You put stars on your nipples. We Looks good. Nosebleed Seats Podcast. Welcome back. Zach Wolchuk, Eric Schiphol, producer Bab. It is now time as we are mere days away, less than 72 hours from the start of the NFL season. This is it. This is our final prediction segment, the shakeups, the happenings. This is Walchick's what are we think going to happen. By the way, Walter, Walter, oh, yeah.
1: listen, Walter's been grinding for, for days on end. He hasn't slept Mm-mm. and you can see it all over his face. He's just been, he's, he's been diving into rosters. He's been diving into schedules and he's been piecing together his oh so important playoff prediction absolutely, and Super Bowl prediction. Because I know
0: everyone wants to know the exact record prediction that I've got for their team. Of course, why wouldn't they? Who I think is going to win the division, who I think is going to win the wild card, what's going to happen round by round all the way to the Super Bowl. I get geeked baby! And so I did it. I picked every single game on the schedule. I already told you the East. I've got the Giants and Cowboys, both the 12 and 4. I've got the Giants. I've got them winning the division based on a tiebreaker. Eh, Whatever, Cowboy fans, get at me. I'm trying to kind of do reverse psychology. Maybe if I don't pick the Cowboys to win the division, they indeed in turn will win the division. In the East, I've got the Pats at 14-2, and two, cruising the Finns in second place at 5-11. I'm sorry, Eric. You can't
1: even give me a wild card. You can't give me anything. You well, can't even give
0: me eight wins. No, I can't because what's going to end up happening is they're going to get this game postponed. They're going to have to play... Their bye week, which means the Dolphins are now going to have to play 16 straight weeks. Yeah, and they're going to suffer.
1: Yeah, and and that hasn't come down for sure yet. So there's still a chance that maybe they'll do a neutral site this weekend. But they're not playing a game in Miami, and it looks like, as of right now, Tuesday night, they might just say, "Hey, the Bucks and the Dolphins—they have the same bye week, week 11." Then you guys just won't play this week. You basically your first week's your bye week, and then you play sixteen straight, like you said. But that is so unfair. Mm-mm. And Dolphins have to play in London already this year with no bye week following that game, and the week that we are supposed to have our bye week going into our bye week, we play Monday night the week before. So we would, that oh. means we would be playing Monday night and then having to play. Again. I mean, that is just. It, it doesn't make it any sense. It is so unfair. It is so unfair. It's worse than the way... If the NFL does this, it's worse than the, the way they handled the Zeke suspension. So much worse. A thousand times. Absolutely. It doesn't make any sense. It, it should is, be It should be blasted across every sh- freaking channel, every newspaper, every magazine. Disgusting. Disgusting. 16 straight. It's just bullcrap. Let's bull go crap. ahead
0: and look at the other divisions here. That's the only reason the Dolphins aren't going to the playoffs. Only reason. I look at the West... Both Westerns, the AFC and the NFC, I think they're both good. We're just going to go through the AFC. We're going to stick with one conference. So I've got the Pats, the only team making the playoffs, I'm sorry, in the AFC East. you look at the West, I think the West is very competitive. I think it's the best division in football. I've got the Oakland Raiders, a team that I think you and I are both very high on. With Derek Carr back healthy, you had Marshawn Lynch. They've got a great offensive line. Granted, there's some question marks on the defense. I still have them. At 12-4. and Cleo Mack, baby.
1: Cleo Mack, that's all you
0: need. Who needs anything else? Don't need anything else. Second place in there, I've got a two-way tie. Look at you with all these ties. I know, because I think this is a... You're such a cop-out. Is is it a cop-out? What is this? I've ended up making an ordering here because I had to go through the nitty-gritty, find out the tiebreakers, find out who wins head-to-heads, who's got better conference overall rankings. I was very statistical throughout this process. I trust you. You got analytical. I think the San Diego Chargers are going to have a successful sleeper season. Wait, the what Chargers? The Los Angeles Chargers, formerly of San Diego. Sabermetrics. Thank you for catching me there, Mr. Babb. God bless you. The Chargers that are now in L.A. that are playing in a soccer stadium, I think are going to have a great year.
2: 30,000-seat soccer stadium. That's going to be
0: sold out. Great home field advantage. going to be very loud. Philip Rivers is going to put on a show. Melvin Gordon, Keenan Allen, Hunter Henry, they're all going to go crazy wild. I love the corner tandem of uh, Verrett, of Hayward, And you got two studs rushing the passer and Bosa and Ingram. I'm a fan of what the Chargers got going. I think they're going to win 11 games this year and surprise some folks.
1: Well, here's the reason I might agree with you about the Chargers is because their quarterback, Phillip Rivers, even though he plays for Los Angeles Chargers, he actually lives in San Diego, believe it or not. Oh. Yeah. And he's lived there for so long that he didn't want to move. He didn't want to move to L.A. Why would he? He's got like 15 kids. That zoo. The kids love the zoo. He really does have like like double-digit kids. He's Mormon. It's insane. He didn't want to move his family. So he said, this is what I'm going to do. He got himself an SUV that's so big, it it can fit like a living room couch and the biggest plasma screen TV you've ever seen in a car. It's $200,000 worth of upgrades to his SUV to allow him to do film study in his commute home because he's commuting two hours to and from work.
0: So he's going to be watching film? while yes. he
1: drives. It's just he's just.
0: Perfect. I mean, that's a football guy to its to its finest. That's time management too, baby.
1: Like I think he's that's got a why bathroom. Successful. Like at his house in his bathroom, he's got a little setup for film. Like in every little room of his house, he has film set up. And now he just added it to his SUV. Two hundred grand, two hours a day, to and from work. So it's actually four hours a day of film study. I mean, the guy Philip Rivers might have a
0: career year. Career year, and you're questioning success? L.A. Charges. Don't worry, you're going to immediately take over who's the favorite team in L.A. because the Rams are going to stink. You're going to the playoffs. The Kansas City Chiefs, a team that is a double-digit win team under Andy Reid the last few years. I know there are questions. Who the hell's going to catch any balls? You got Travis Kelsey. You got Tyreek Hill. After that, what do you have? Not a zip.
1: zilt. Not much. Spencer
0: Ware. Spencer Ware. No, out for the year.
1: Shame, shame,
0: shame. Jamal Charles. No, he's now in Denver. Priest Holmes. Mm, retired. Eddie Johnson. What? Or uh, Don't even worry. Kareem Hunt's there, though. Kareem Hunt, yes, rookie. But they've got a very good defense, and they play good special teams, which means that Andy Reid will out-coach a lot of coaches in a lot of games, and the Chiefs will squeak out. 17 to 16s 11 times this year. I've got them winning 11 games again.
1: Andy's got himself some clock management issues as well, though. Like does Red he? J. Yes, he does. does. He? Yes, he does. Does why? he, though? Oh, come on. Yes. He's, he, I does mean, he, though? It's borderline his MO. Does he, though? He eats a lot of barbecue. He wins a lot of football games. He also mismanages the clock. but on He wins basis. a lot of
0: football games. And that's why you can't ever count out the Kansas City Chiefs. I've gotten winning 11 games. So that means I've got three teams with 11 wins or better. In the AFC West, I've got the Raiders at 12 and four, Chargers and Chiefs at 11 and five. The Broncos pulling up the rear with no quarterback and a good division. I have them going four and 12.
2: Oh come on, man! They got Brock Osweiler back. They got
0: Osweiler back. Good freaking luck. So Broncos are pulling up the rear. (laughs) They're pulling up the rear. Good. I know they got a good defense. You heard it here first. Maybe they will do a little bit better than that, but I had to have somebody taking some L's. I had the Broncos taking the L's. We go to the North,
1: AFC North.
0: (laughs) The Kings in the North. Are going to be the Pittsburgh Steelers because of one reason, one reason only.
1: TJ Watt, Vance McDonaldson. Yes, sir, Vance McDonaldson. He's he's he single-handedly is winning the Super Bowl.
0: I'm telling you, say it now. Vance McDonaldson, really just Vance McDonald, Because if he were in Iceland, it'd be a son added to McDonald. Yes, it would. Is going to be a huge factor. The Steelers are good. Big Ben. A.B., Le'Veon.
1: Vance McDonald. Martavis
0: Bryant and Vance McDonald. And a defense that has added T.J. Watt that I think is going to help that pass rush. They signed Joe Hayden. They also we got. Were, we were wondering where Joe Hayden was going to go. They signed Joe Hayden. And then then, then they have uh, Vance McDonald. And they have Vance McDonald's. And so that's really all that matters. They are going to win that division. The right MVP, of the right? Are you
1: are you gonna announce your MVPs? I'll announce my MVPs.
0: Okay, you can fade the Glad that down Bab's there. having a lot of fun. Yeah, over I know here. Bab's was excited we about it. We were that.
1: trying to just ignore it, but he wouldn't let us. No,
0: he made it loud and abusive. Uh, the Ravens, I've got winning 10 games. As I do the Bengals, I think both those teams are going to be 10-win oh, teams.
1: I, oh, I strongly disagree. The Bengals I are I know, puke. you're not a
0: big Andy Dalton I'm guy. I'm not a Red D fan. But you are a Joe Mixon fan. I, and I think whoa. Joe Mixon can have a very good year for them. On the field, I love balance. Joe Mixon. Hell of a player. He can add balance to that offense. Marvin Lewis has always been a defensive-minded guy. I think that defense is decent. They're always competitive. And I think with the balance of Joe Mixon... A stable running game can help Andy Dalton because he's got weapons, folks. I've heard a big body to throw to. A.J. Green, an elite wide receiver. I think that they can hang around. I looked at their schedule. It's favorable. Said, favorable I've schedule. Got, I've got them winning around hey, 9 listen, man, games. You've
1: done the work. You've done the research. i got, I got to just then I
0: gotta lean on you here. There's the Browns.
1: Oh, the Browns. Oh, the
0: Cleveland Browns.
1: So much fun in Cleveland. So
0: much sadness going on in Cleveland.
1: I wonder if there's anything that we could play that would just just give us the feeling of how bad it is to be in Cleveland.
0: Man, I'll tell you what, the Cleveland Browns are so bad that their fans I don't know how they... I can't imagine being a Cleveland Browns just, fan. Uh, Bab,
1: can you imagine
2: being a Cleveland Browns Bab, fan? No, I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I don't have to worry about <sighs> and that. And a Houston Texans but if you fan, Bab. I follow fan. the Houston Texans. And the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, but don't Browns, forget about though. the Texans. The Browns
0: are so... Mm.
2: Are the Browns what you'd call...
3: You are a factory of sadness.
0: That's what I was looking for, (laughs) Bab. That is, of course,
2: our favorite Cleveland fan who is
1: just at his wits end with the crappiness of his team.
0: Last week, you said you thought the Browns were three times better than they were last year. You gave them three wins. Yes, I did. I I went on a limb. I gave gave them two. two. Damn, generous. I think Kaiser can get a couple. Now, I'll tell you what. You think he can steal them, too? That roster's not awful. I just can't trust them to beat anybody. Like, I can't say I feel good about the Browns winning this game. And since I've got the other three teams in the division all with winning records, the Browns are taking some L's. Finally, we look at the South, where the Houston Texans are. What
1: about the Ravens?
0: I had the Ravens at 10 wins.
1: Oh, did did you say that? I did. I just said it before the Bengals,
0: but you wanted to focus on the Bengals. Oh, I
1: did want to focus on the Bengals. Look,
0: I think that as long as Joe Flacco is good to go, which the anticipations are he is, Jim Harbaugh is just a good coach, and he will keep the Ravens afloat. I think that they've got Jeremy Macklin can help. That defense is young and getting better. They were competitive last year when I thought that their roster was not as good as it is now. I think the Ravens will find a way to just win games. And they're, they'll a be a team. they're a boring watch.
1: They're a boring 8-win But they team. win. But they they're, win. They're a boring 8-win team. And they
0: might end up going closer to 8th and 10. I just gave them the benefit of the doubt on a couple of games. Either way, I don't have them making the playoffs. I've got good. them and the Bengals just on the outside looking in. So the Dolphins
1: can slide into that wild
0: card. No, the Steelers are the only team getting in in the North. In the South, I've got the Colts and the Jaguars. Two terrible teams at four and twelve because I think Andrew Luck's holding out.
1: Do you? Just he's just like I'm telling you, it's the it. first time in history we, we've ever seen out. it, but it
0: would be genius. Andrew Luck needs to say this roster is piss poor. I'm never coming back to play for you. Guys, I don't need more money. I'm not holding out for more money. I need more talent and I around me. Just don't trust the quarterback situation, in Jacksonville. I couldn't give them any wins. So zero
1: wins for Indy. I gave him four. You gave him four. Chuck Pagano, fired at the end of the year. Fire by Chuck.
0: I got Jacksonville with four. They should fire Doug Marone, too. Tom Coughlin will probably be the head coach by the end of the year. I got the Texans with eight wins. Rookie quarterback I think is going to start most of the year. Good, not great season. I think eight wins is good. Defense,
1: defense, defense. Solid for them. DeAndre Hopkins, big money,
0: just got it. The team of the year in the AFC will be the Tennessee Titans, who I have at a steamy 13 and three. I think you mispronounced
1: the Miami Dolphins. The there.
0: Tennessee Titans at a steamy. Honest mistake, I get. 13 and three with Marcus Mariota. Okay, Peter King. And uh, Rashard okay, Matthews Peter King. and DeMarco Murray. Dude, I actually. Derek Henry. I'm a fan of all the Delaney guys. You, Walker, I'm a fan of
1: all the guys you just named. You know Corey I'm a Mariota. Davis, fan. Eric Decker. You know I'm a Mariota fan. And I heard this about him the other day. This is a little excerpt. Really good offensive line. From from a uh, from an article in The Ringer. Athletic Ringer.com. Defense. I did not read the article, but I saw an excerpt. This is about Marcus Mariota. This is Titans tackle Taylor LeWan talking about him. He said, Here how here's how Marcus Mariota is amazing. He goes out with the boys, even though he doesn't drink. Most people who don't drink and then go out with you, they're judgmental bleeps. That's what they are. They look at you and say, oh, really? How many beers is that, Taylor? Marcus is not that guy. He's always ready to be the designated driver.
0: I mean, he doesn't drink. Unquote. He lives above the influence, bro. That
1: is my kind of quarterback, Marcus. He's there for his teammates, and he's not going to judge them while they do their thing. Why would you? Because he's, he's like, listen, I, Taylor, I need you to protect me. So, if you need to chug eight beers before the game,
0: true listen, the judge, true. shotgun, baby, I'll open them for you. Let's Shouldn't go. Shouldn't do that. Marcus, man. Titans, I've got the one as the two seed in the AFC overall with 13 wins. Wow. So, you got them uh,
1: competing with the, the with Patriots. With the Patriots
0: for that home field. Yes, I do. Look I got at you. Patriots, Titans, Steelers, Raiders is the top four. Chargers and Chiefs are my wild card teams. So, three teams make it out of the AFC West. Those are my AFC playoff picks. In the National Football Conference, already said I've got the Giants and Cowboys neck and neck in the East. I'm just going to go ahead and give the Giants the division because I want the Cowboys to play that wild card weekend selfishly. I think it's good for the team. So Be selfish, man. Do it. Have the, Cow- the, the Cowboys at 12-4 and, and the Giants 12-4. Record whatever. I just think the Giants are going to win that division. The Cowboys will sneak in. No, as, not as whatever. Card.
1: You went on record with 12-4 and four and 12 you
0: wins. own it. 12-1, yes. I also have the Seattle Seahawks, so I think... People don't realize this. They just added a Pro Bowl defensive lineman. Remember,
1: we talked about the Jeets. They're just giving away their good players. They're giving away good players.
0: And who's that player? Sheldon Richardson. Sheldon freaking Richardson. To a defense that's already pretty darn good. That front seven is mean and nasty, baby. The Seahawks just got way better. They're very improved. They're going to run through that West at 12 and 4. I've got the Arizona Cardinals. I said it when we did this division theme a couple weeks ago. I think the Cardinals are going to be back bounce back here. I've got him at 10 wins. Love me some Bruce Arians. I think he's a good dude. Makes good coaching decisions. I got the Rams at 3-13 and 13 last place. 6-10 and 10 the 49ers. I think Kyle Shanahan makes the Niners competitive and they steal six wins.
1: Well, and if we can go back to Arizona for a second, they got a guy on their defense. Uh, I can't remember his name. Mateo. Oh, yes. Mateo. He's yes. just incredible. Mateo's good. You talk about Vance McDonald winning Super Bowls. I mean, Mateo, Mateo in the secondary. Mateau can get
0: you a playoff spot. He
1: can get you there.
0: But I don't have the Cardinals in. I've only got the Seahawks making in the West as the division champions.
1: No love for Tyron. Now
0: the North. The Kings in the North. The Packers, of course. Aaron Rodgers, best quarterback in football, arguably 13 wins. I think they're going to cruise.
1: Really? You think they're cruising defensively? You're not concerned? Not concerned. Secondary, not Aaron concerned. Rodgers just
0: masks everything. Martellus
1: Bennett? No. Let's Fine. ride.
0: Yeah, Martellus Bennett can be good. Jerry Nelson's really good. I think uh, Ty Montgomery has put on a lot of weight. I think he's actually going to be a force. You think the did, did, Ty, did Ty Montgomery
1: change his number? Because remember, he was like number 88. Like 88. He's yeah. a running back at 88. I hope he stays at 88.
0: I don't know if he changes his number. That's a good question. We'll wait and see on we Sunday. We've got to figure that out. We'll wait and see on Sunday. I've got the Packers at 13-3 winning. After that, I've got the Vikings. Now, this is a Vikings team to start 5-0 last
1: year. Most accurate quarterback in football. With Sam
0: Bradford. Teddy Bridgewater might come back at some point this year. We'll see. Either way, I love the Vikings defense. I think Dalvin Cook's going to be really good. I like the Vikings. I think they're a well-coached team. I think they get to 10 wins. And they sneak into the playoffs, just that last wild card spot. I've got the Lions six and ten. Just don't believe a whole lot in that team. Twenty-seven million a year for the quarterback. The Bears are as bad as the Jets. I've got them at one win, one and fifteen. I I, I don't believe in Mitchell Trubisky or Mike Glennon. You can stop there. You Sorry, can about stop right box. at Trubisky. Thank you, can you can just stop. The South, big question mark. Where will the Falcons be? How good will the Falcons be with the Super Bowl? I assume hangover? when the
1: season's all over and done, they're still in Atlanta. They're, yeah, I, don't, they're, think, they're, I don't, they're, think they're, don't think they move. Do you think that
0: they're going to stay there? No relocation. But do you think they'll be in the playoffs? Oh, potentially. Potentially.
1: No, remember I said it last week. No. Tampa Bay's making it happen.
0: They're out. Carolina's I the making out. it happen. Yes. Falcons out at 7-9. and nine. I've got the Panthers winning this division at 11-5. and five. I think they have a bounce back year. I love Christian McCaffrey. I think Calvin Benjamin's good. I got the Panthers in 11-5. Christian five.
2: McCaffrey,
1: baby. Sweet feet.
0: Division winner.
2: Back at the Falcons, do you think they'll find their... New stadium, old by the end of the season, I think mean, like, it'll be worn like they did with the Georgia Dome, where Probably. it's like open for like five minutes and then they say, Hey, we need to build a new stadium.
1: You know, they weren't, they don't have Chick fil A, though they do have it in the stadium. It's not open on Sundays, but it was open for the Alabama game. If this they weekend. have
0: a Thursday game, though, it might be open. One Monday Thursday night. game this year, yeah, they'll be open. Chick fil A will be open like four times that whole year. Busiest trap for that game. I got the Saints at seven to nine on the Bucks. I do have it ten and six.
1: Okay, so we're we're seeing eye to eye on the Bucks.
0: Yes, I think the Bucks. I don't. The problem is I had a three way log jam at ten and six with the Cardinals, the Vikings, and the Bucks. That's because you got everybody just tying, all trying to get into that. Well, this that's how the NFL is, right? It's a lot of teams that are around within two games of each other. I got the Bucks out because they're going to lose to both the Cardinals and the Vikings on the road this year.
1: Oh, is that what's so going to happen? Out. Okay, out. guys, we don't even need to watch
0: it. They're out. Don't even tune in. So then it came down to the Cardinals and the Vikings. I got the Vikings and over the cards.
1: Man, that's a tough one, though. You were probably... How long did it take you to figure that, that one out? It took
0: me a lot of Schwitzing and, a, and Hours. a couple of jumping jacks. Hours. Hours on end. So I got Packers, Giants, Seahawks, Panthers as your division winners. Cowboys, Vikings as your wildcard teams. Now, if we oh. go through wildcard weekend, because this is where it gets juicy here. Oh, it always does. Steelers over the Chiefs.
1: Yes. I like that. The Vance McDonaldsons.
0: And the Raiders over the Chargers.
1: Raiders over the Chargers. Wow, so you got a divisional game in the wild card round, and yes. you're taking the Khalil
0: Max. I'm taking this is in the wild card round, yes, and I'm taking the Khalil Max because they're at home. And I got the Hawks over the Vikings and the Cowboys over the Panthers. Cowboys one-way ticket to the Super Bowl. Cowboys, hey, they're getting hot. They're in Carolina. they are beat rolling. The Panthers. Okay, I can see it. So that sets up a divisional round game. Again, Cowboys-Packers in Lambo.
1: Uh-oh, we've seen this before. This time,
0: Des catches it, and the Cowboys go to the conference title game.
1: As time expires. It's finally
0: time.
2: So they're going to double their playoff win total of the last 20 years You're this damn right. year. This is the year. This is bold, man. I, know I, I like it. Because they don't have to it.
0: sit out the first round because they get the wild card spot. They They keep it rolling. They're on fire. They beat Cam Newton. Who says no? Then they beat Aaron Rodgers and the freaking Packers because they can't stop the Cowboys' offense. Couldn't agree more. And
1: the game's prime time, so you know Zeke will be there.
0: Zeke will be playing. The suspension will be over. I've also got the Seahawks defeating the New York Giants. Wow, no love for the
1: G-men. So it's Seahawks. One and done for the Giants. So it's Seahawks,
0: Cowboys,
1: NFC Championship. In Seattle. In Seattle. And in the AFC, guess what? Patriots win it all. The Patriots
0: do. They beat the wow. Raiders. Sorry, Raider fans. They Surprisingly beat the Raiders. enough, at home. who would have thought it? The Titans upset the Steelers. No way. In do they really? Yes, they do. What happened to Vance? You're right. He had to get injured. Throwing a wrench and everything. Just kidding. The Steelers win. Yes.
3: yes.
0: Vance all because of Vance. In overtime. MVP. First of all, he catches the onside kick to force the field goal, to force it into overtime. Yes. Then he catches the game winning touchdown from Big Ben to send the Steelers to the AFC Championship game to play the Patriots.
1: I thought he actually threw it to himself for the touchdown. That's
0: how I see it.
2: Am I wrong? There, no, are, but this is there are 11 Vance McDonald's on the field at all times. Okay, so it's always Vance to Vance.
0: It's always Vance to Vance, but it's not Vance to Vance. Man, it's that to Vance. is
1: good stuff. So who does Vance play?
0: Vance. Is playing the St- the Patriots The Patriots AFC
1: championship AFC game AFC championship game which Holy Which I've balls.
0: completely rearranged on the fly And because they've got Vance McDonald And I don't think the Patriots what Have anybody have? that can do their job and cover Vance No No
1: The Steelers what, Tom Brady
0: or Vance McDonald What are we Steelers doing here? The Steelers finally beat the Patriots in a meaningful game Of course they Because of do. Vance McDonald
1: Thank you Vance <laughs>
0: And we're back
1: Here we go Here we go I gotta say, I like this, Bab. It's growing on me. Look, Steeler fans. Steel City,
5: baby. It's first gone to the Super Bowl. All right, put it down. Thanks to Vance.
0: Thanks to Vance. I do have them in the Super Bowl this year, defeating the Patriots because the Patriots. In the Super Bowl, they beat the Patriots? No, the, the game to get there. It's too damn easy to put the Patriots in. And I think the Steelers have a chance. If they're gonna do it, this is their last chance. Ben's about to retire. They're going to suck for the next 20 years. And it's
1: not every day you get a guy like Vance to come on your roster. And as
0: soon as they got Vance, I knew it was over. It was it. It was
1: it. They got him so late in the offseason, MVP of the
0: playoffs, too. you know he's going to be the guy. Vance all the way. So the Steelers are in the AFC. Now my my Dallas Cowboys are in Seattle. Uh-oh. And they're like, damn, can we set up a third Cowboys-Steelers Really, a a fourth. I don't even know. And
1: it's it's a rainy game in Seattle, too, isn't it? I don't think it's raining in Seattle. It's not raining. It's
0: not raining. It's not sleepless in Seattle, either. That's actually the boldest thing. That's the boldest
1: prediction you have is that it won't be raining Seattle in the NFC Championship game when they take on Dallas.
0: As much as I want to put my Dallas Cowboys Uh, in the Super Bowl. You don't want to jinx it. Why jinx it? One, I don't want to jinx it. And two, that Seahawks defense is really good now with Sheldon. Sheldon. That secondary is awesome. I think Russell Wilson is prime, and I think Jimmy Graham is finally going to have a good year with them. I think at some point they find a running back, whether it's Rawls, Lacey, Chris Carson. CJ Proseis will have his role as a third down back. One of those three eventually will win the job. They'll get a stable running game. This is the last hurrah for the, for the Steelers and the Seahawks, and they meet in Super Bowl 52.
1: A rematch of Hasselback. Mm-hmm. And Jerome Betts. Yes, a rematch. When they met in Detroit no, 05? a Super Bowl
0: XL, baby. Man. Super Bowl 40.
1: I'm so glad we're getting nostalgic on this
0: one. And I've got not Vance McDonald. Wow,
1: you got Vance losing. Sheldon
0: Richardson eats Vance McDonald. Face and all? Face eating, face off. He literally swallows him whole. Biggest upset of the year! And the Seahawks upset the Steelers for Super Bowl. Oh, my
1: gosh, man. This is insane. I don't even know. I'm at a loss right now. Hey, that's what's going to happen. I was not expecting that. I watched the whole movie. I saw the way the plot laid out. I like to throw a curve. And the curveball was there at the end.
0: Vance McDonaldson gets eaten alive by Sheldon Richardson. Holy smokes. Earl Thomas knocks Big Ben out on a safety blitz. He kills him? Ends his career. He retires after the game. But not his life.
1: Career, but not his life.
0: Not his life. I listen. I guarantee you,
1: whether the Steelers win or not, you have Roethlisberger coming out saying probably going to retire. It's
0: over, but he won't. Vance McDonald and, might have a say in keeping him around, for sure, because
1: Vance is on the roster probably for the next few years.
0: But I got the Seahawks doing it. In reality, I think it's going to be the Cowboys, but I, I got the Seahawks doing it.
2: Jeez. I mean, in reality, you think it's going to be the Seahawks? Yeah, but, but you've in my got heart, Cowboys. The Cowboys, I think doing the Cowboys it. are always going to win a Super Bowl. And in your pants. What do you think? Yay, nay, agree?
0: Like Oh,
1: I couldn't agree more. No, that was. I, mean, I don't that even was everything have. I, I'm, I really,
2: I'm really toggled on the Steelers even winning this division. So yeah, I, just, I you have them honestly, in the Super Bowl.
1: I just uh, don't see how anyone can
0: disagree with me. I you. had it Seahawks, Patriots in a rematch with the Seahawks beating the Patriots, but because of Vance McDonald. Thank you. For the sake of the show.
2: The Pittsburgh, you, Vance McDonald. I advanced
0: Pittsburgh.
1: I like that. You advanced them. I did it. You just, just a little advancement.
0: I did it. Pat on the back for me.
1: That was good. I did it. Gosh, that was so big time. I can, yeah. Now I'm, I'm already like, let's fast forward through the season. Let's get to the end. This is insane. Let's do it. We yeah. don't. Need, well, now, well, now we don't even have to watch the games. No, no you need to watch the games. You I, just I gave told it to you, us. you just gave us the whole season.
2: You don't turn on your it. TV until nah. early February. Well, because
0: there's no need. No need. No
2: man. Need.
0: Thanks, man. Thanks. Seriously. My pleasure. Hey, I just wanted to alleviate the stress. No, you did. So when you're making your bets. I feel so good. Hey, count me in, baby. What's going to happen? Lock it down. I will have you in mind, no question. Zach Wolchuk here on No Split Seats Podcast. you follow producer Brad. That is our NFL season preview. Enjoy the start of the season Thursday night when the Patriots unveil another Super Bowl banner and play the Kansas City Chiefs, both of which will make the playoffs this year.
1: You got that look in your eye, Wolchuk. What kind of look is that? It's a, it's a weird one. Oh. Let's do it. Let's get weird. Hell yeah.
0: Oh, Jesus. Good God. I mean, that's not the kind of weird I wanted to get, Bab. This is much weirder that's than the, I had that. Usually, you are so good about hitting this one, too. I, I had know that, this is the I one that, it, that you're guaranteed. I
2: had, it, I had it queued up. I have my mouse over, weird with wall chuck, uh, And then I go, I reach for the mouse, and it slips up, and I double click on the old intro. Jeez, Miss Freaking Fire. Good Lord. All right, can we do this again? Let's she,
0: get weird. Let's do it. Woo! Let's just get vaped out right now.
3: I'm looking to get weird. weird. That's weird, man.
1: you guys ready to get weird tonight or what? Don't say weird shit.
2: Time to get weird with Walt jumping,
3: baby. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Let's, let's get,
0: get weird. Get weird. The <laughs> <laughs> Let's Get Weird with Wolchuk Episode Twenty Nine Edition. You gotta give me the pew pew Yes, sir. Shots fired at all bank robbers running around naked. Oh, well, my weird pants are on. Should I take them off? Yeah, take them all off. All right, deal, deal. A suspect suspect <laughs> a oh. suspected bank robber. Really? Strips naked during his escape and throws money. While he strips and runs around naked. Because why not? To try and distract everyone. Look, people see money, they don't see my giant schlong flapping around.
1: Oh no, we still see it. We still see it.
0: There's the audio to prove it. From NBC News, they gave a great story on WTVJ. Marissa Bagg reports. Marissa, take it away.
6: It was a sight so stunning, people pulled out their cell phones to capture it. A man running down the busiest parts of Los Olas Boulevard, stark naked, dropping fifty and one hundred dollar bills behind him.
2: I guess he must have run down the street mm-hmm. all the way down, because I mean, he came up this way, right?
6: Dennis Toledo had a clear view of the nudity Tuesday afternoon as he worked this valet post at a city parking lot.
2: We uh, saw someone running down from that end of the street, or jogging. I guess he wasn't fully running. this way. This is
3: bizarre.
6: According to the FBI, the man without any clothes is 25-year-old Alexander Sperber. They say he robbed the region's bank on Southeast 3rd Avenue in downtown Fort Lauderdale. At the time, he was fully clothed. He's accused of demanding cash from the teller, claiming he had a weapon, although it doesn't appear he was armed. The teller reportedly put a die pack in his bag with the money, and when he went running, it exploded, prompting him to remove his clothes.
2: Because when I when I initially saw him, I thought that he was maybe a, a mental patient or something like that. But then when I heard about the bank robbery, I thought that was even more uh, shocking. And, and I thought it was... It could have been dangerous.
6: Investigators say he no, jogged Mary. for blocks through town, dropping cash on the streets and in the bushes as he startled drivers and shoppers. Police eventually caught up with him a block south of Las Olas Boulevard and 8th Avenue. One person who didn't record the spectacle, Dennis Toledo.
1: I just wasn't interested. <laughs> well, screw you, Dennis. Her Dennis
0: wasn't interested. I've never been more interested but than anything if in my I life. I saw somebody, one, running down the street naked...
1: Balls, wieners, and banks, baby. Two
0: throwing money. This I'm, is the best thing I'm ever. I'm running right after him. Give me all the money. Okay. For, for oh, that face.
1: you would chase after him for the money. I'm
0: chasing him for the money. Oh, okay.
1: Give me the case. The, the last time you chased that naked guy was for something else.
0: That should have stayed put in Vegas. space. Sorry. Vegas, I dude. can't help myself. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. I, we talked about this in the girl collection. It's my fault. I didn't want that coming back with us. Are you doing this right now? Yes, I'm upset with you. This is our first fight. I'm sorry. Kind of. But honestly, if you saw a man running down the street and it said he was I hopping, wouldn't chase him, hopping, but you would. To intersection, The intersection. <laughs> Just, naked, just making it rain. Throwing money. What would you do? It's just a weird
1: reverse situation of I'm going to break in, and then I'm going to steal the money and then not actually take it. I'm just going to make it rain on myself while I strip.
0: So you wouldn't follow? No. Not without a camera. But you would look
1: with, I definitely and you'd film. Yes, I would not be Dennis who didn't care and didn't want to film it and didn't want to be a part of the naked guy robbing the bank. Because I think we all want to be a part of the story like that, a success story like that. That's right. So I just want to see pictures of him naked with fleece, like, on top of him and him, like, with handcuffs. Well, I'm like, sorry. Isn't that the picture we all want him freaking, you know, bleep on the pavement?
0: You can feel free to go to the Huffington Post and look at the video. I will. Also from the Huffington will. Post, from Lee Moran. A man says, delivery driver left package and most unhelpful place imaginable. Uh Uh-oh, is this another package situation? It's about a delivery, and it's not the kind of place that you want to be leaving a delivery package. Oh, geez. A man in California says he was trapped in his own fifth-floor apartment this weekend after after a delivery driver left a package in the worst possible place. Jesse Lawrence claimed via Twitter on Sunday that a UPS worker left a tall rectangular box just under the handle of this Bay Area flat's front door. And it blocked the handle from turning downward. And he had to call maintenance to get out.
1: Oh, so he got locked in his own apartment. So,
0: literally, they've put this box right underneath the handle. So, when you go to turn the handle down to open your door to pull it open, Uh -uh. the box is keeping it from going down.
1: Dude, that's a miserable thing.
0: So, essentially, you are now boxed in. You wake up in the morning. In your own apartment. No pun intended. You're trying to go to work.
1: Trying to go to work in the morning Next thing you know You can't get out of your apartment well, ha- Your boss isn't going to believe you Like that's one of the times You have to lie to your boss Because if you tell him the truth He's not going to believe you Boss I'm literally locked Inside of my own apartment There's nothing I can do This makes no sense
0: Well Twitter had a field day with this With puns galore Glad you handled the situation mm. Plot twist The package was a door stopper <laughs> I can't believe No one has asked What you bought I wonder what it was. Because it was a long rectangular. It looked like... Golf club? Maybe. Golf club is a good guess. I'm saying golf A bat? Club. A bat, yeah. Something like that. Really long spaghetti noodles? That was a suggestion via Twitter? That was kind of stupid? He must have been Italian. I don't know. But uh, that would be so irritating. If a UPS or FedEx or whatever... Somebody does that, and you end up getting locked into your own apartment. I would be pissed. Wouldn't
1: you rather be locked in your own apartment than, than out? out of it, though? I mean, geez. Well, it's
0: going to be impossible for them to to do it that way. They can't sneak in there. Says Deliver who? the package from the inside. Says who? To you out. That's not how this goes. Vance McDonald could do it. Eric, uh, you know me. I'm wearing a Lion King shirt right now. Well, you were. My girlfriend likes to make fun of me because yesterday I was wearing a Justice League shirt. I'm surprised you're... What are you wearing? What's up with you wearing shirts these days? I know. Well, in public, I have to, or else I get kicked out. I can't go into the restaurant. I'm kind of bothered, but okay. Well, this person might have had their lives saved by dressing up in an Avengers costume. Wow. A cosplayer was hit by a chair that was thrown from a hotel balcony at a (laughs) fantasy convention, and she says her Avengers costume saved her life.
1: Is it like a real costume?
0: Yes. Have you seen the Avengers?
1: Yes, I've seen the Avengers. Do you know
0: the character Loki? Loki.
1: Uh, not off the top of Thor's my head.
0: Thor's half-brother, played by Tom Hiddleston. Oh, yes, with
1: the dark, the black hair.
0: He's Yes, he's the villain in the Avengers film, and she dressed up as Loki. So, she's wearing his horns, his, like, little headgear. So, apparently, the chair comes flying out. It hits her in the head, and thank God that the horn was there from the mask because it ended up shielding her from possible death by chair. We've got the audio to prove it here from Kelly McDaniel.
1: Wait, do we have audio of the chair flying out the window and we hitting her? We just have
0: her describing the oh. freak incident.
1: We don't have the impact, though. No.
0: Damn. I wish we did. It would be great. But Kelly McDaniel, who is at Dragon Con in Atlanta, she's 21 years old, almost got decapitated by chair. But thank God the horns from her Avengers Loki costume saved her life.
6: She was rushed to the hospital where they put in two staples and she says her Dragon Con costume, which included a horn helmet, helped brace some of the chair, but recalls the terrifying moment it happened. I put my hand to my head because I could feel this warm gushing. It was just so much blood. And I put my hand to my head and, and brought it back down and it was just completely covered in blood. I had blood all down my face, all down like everything I was wearing. It was it was like a nightmare.
0: It ruined the costume. But thank God the helmet gear was there because it saved your life. I Can you just imagine walking
1: down the street and the next thing you know, you get pummeled by a chair?
0: Only in, Ella in Atlanta, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. Only that's, in what they, that's what I always say. He's is Atlanta Hotels. And that does it for this edition of Let's Get Weird with Wolf 29. I
1: can't believe, like, thank God for a devil horn. Is that what it is? Eh,
0: maybe. Sheesh. Look up the costume. Maybe you can wear it for Halloween.
1: No, I'm too busy looking up the naked guy running with the money.
0: Okay, fair enough. One first than the other. We now wrap the show with a little bit of UFC and entertainment talk. McGregor Mayweather is in the rear view, However,. We're already trying to figure out who will Conor McGregor fight next.
1: Ric Flair, the Nate Nature Boy. Diaz
0: has come out and said he wants $20 million to fight the notorious Conor McGregor and McGregor Diaz 3. Honestly, I think you give the man whatever the hell he wants because it is the only fight that will make any kind of major huge pay-per-view money for the UFC. People will buy Diaz McGregor 3 even if they're not a huge fan. It is the super fight to make if they want one McGregor against anybody will do numbers, but nothing will be as big as Diaz three.
1: Well, if Diaz is making twenty million, what's McGregor making? He's
0: probably going to make fifty. I'm like, can UFC even afford to do that? I think they're going to make enough money to be able to even make that. Get this, they sold for more money than the Houston Rockets did today two two point two billion for the Rockets. Yeah, well, it was double that for the UFC. Dang, UFC's got money, and they've had a down year. If you want to recoup your losses. You do McGregor-Diaz three. I think it's going to happen. What is making news this week, which isn't news, because Conor McGregor said it right after the rematch. He said, look, you beat me at 170. That's fine. I came up. I beat you at 170 in the rematch. We're 1-1 and for this third trilogy fight. Come down to 155. It's Nate Diaz's natural weight at lightweight. Conor McGregor is the 155-pound champion. You do the third fight at 155 for the belt. Let's do it. Let's get it on. What, what I else? would be interested. What else is there to talk about? Listen,
1: if you if, if you saw any of the first two fights, you want to, especially if you saw that second fight, you want to see a third one. And and, and it would be fair to go back down. If, if he's already gone up there and he's done it twice, it would be fair for McGregor to go down, and they do it all at 155. But it would be weird to see Nate Diaz at that weight. You said that's what he's used and to, it, but I'm like, he, he feel fights like he'd be just be skin and bones at that point.
0: His first his fight right before he fought Conor, when he called Conor out, he defeated, I think it was Michael Johnson, at 155, at lightweight.
1: That's well, his fight. That's I'm his all fighting.
0: in. When would it be? Would it be this year? Would it be top of next? Well, the UFC and Dana White teased that Conor McGregor would fight December 30th, which is their last card of this calendar year. We'll see what Conor wants to do. Conor can do whatever the hell he wants. He just made $100 million from this last fight. Now, the numbers haven't exactly come in. I expect he made north of that it ended up going well over pay-per-view expectations when you count not just domestic, but worldwide view, views and pay-per-view purchases. It was big time. Connor can do whatever he wants. This weekend is UFC 215, which is a good card as well. It's headlined by the flyweight title. Demetrius Mighty, Mighty Mouth Johnson is fighting Ray Borg. Now Demetrius Johnson is going for the record for most title defenses. He's looking to surpass the Spider, Anderson Silva. A lot of people think he's the greatest of all time. Demetrius Johnson with a win will put himself into the record books where no man has been before with his title fights. He's, he's, he's a guy that, you know, it hasn't even been competitive really in a lot of his title defenses. He's just so dominant in his weight class. I expect him to be dominant again, but he is fun to watch. The co main event will be Amanda Nunes and uh, Shevchenko, which will be the Bantamweight Championship, a fight that was supposed to happen a UFC ago. But Amanda Nunez had to pull out because she was sick.
1: And was Nunez the one that crapped in the ring? No. That was somebody else? <laughs> or did she make someone crap in the ring?
0: No, no, no. That was not her at she all. She
1: wasn't even in there at all. wasn't even in that fight. Okay, I thought, I don't know why I was going No, that was Felicia
0: that made the girl crap in the ring. And the girl well, did... I
1: think Nunez, I think crapping
0: in the ring. She might. I don't know why. Well, she makes a lot of girls crap the thought of fighting her. She's a violent, ferocious beast. I bet she could take Corey. Neil Magny and Rafael dos Anjos fight, um, as well as Stevens and Gilbert Melendez makes his return to the Octagon. So not a bad card for UFC 215. Now, guys, this has been a historic low of lows in cinema. Worst, Worst Labor Day weekend world? in the movie world. Movies Uber, aren't doing good? No. Well, why Worst, aren't you keeping them...
1: Worst them Labor running. Day
0: weekend at the box office since 2000. The winner was The Hitman's Bodyguard for the third week in a row that raked in 13.3 million over the three day holiday.
1: That's the one that's just stacked with a whole bunch of names.
0: She had a lot of names. You were interested in seeing it. I am. Still am. Second place was Annabelle Creation. Now, the big movie that comes out this weekend, which I don't know, I think all of you are a bunch of wussies and will not want to go see this, but it. The remake I'm so crossing. down. Oh, bad, I, love,
2: I love Stephen King.
0: Okay. I will be singing on Thursday night. My girlfriend is geeked out about this. She loves scary movies. Uh, she's already sent me the time and theater she wants to go to. She's just waiting on me to buy the tickets. She's going to keep on waiting, ain't she? I, I'm a little nervous. Thursday's going to come gonna and lie. go. And you're about, what? I'm kind of scared. It? I'm kind of scared. Are you? I am a little bit. The trailers for this look freaky, dude. I uh, yeah, it. I mean, it would, One it of my would be favorite a little scary. Y'all float, too. I'm... Y'all float, too. We all float down
2: here, Georgie.
0: No, I don't like this. And I saw the original. It's supposedly what? It was originally a, a made-for-TV film. There yeah. Was a, multiple parts. The original is a piece of S. I didn't get why people were so freaked out by it, but this remake seems freaky. And I'm nervous to see it. But I I'll... saw
2: the original at 13, and it made me laugh. It was not scary. Well, you've also got a
0: sick mind.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, you, well. that's a fair point.
0: We also have breaking news. Colin Trevorrow, who directed Jurassic World, he has exited as the director of the next Star Wars film.
1: Was he? Oh, he was supposed to be the director? Episode 8? The one that's about to come Episode out? Episode 9. Oh, nine. Okay.
0: So episode 8 is, is about to come out now. Okay, it's I was about to say, whoa. That was directed by uh, John, Ryan Johnson. RJ. This one, the next one, which was going to be the third of this new reboot, he was directing and he has now okay, stepped so now aside. Okay, so now it's up in the air. Now it's up in the air. Who's going to direct it? My guess would be maybe J.J. Abrams just steps right back in and directs that one. He directed Force Awakens. He did a great job. We'll see how good 8 is. I anticipate that Nine I'm JJ excited Adams to be back in. I love that crap. You Have you ever seen Star Wars? Star, Yeah. No, have, I, I honestly Star Wars have. Fan? It, took
1: me, it took me a while. I was a late bloomer. It was after high school. Sometime in college. My best friends love it, and they forced me to watch it. And I ended up loving it, too. So now I'm, I'm dying for eight to come out.
0: American Horror Story, Colts, the new season in that hit TV show. How many seasons
1: has that had, man? I've never seen an episode, never been interested for a
0: half a second. This, I want to say is the seventh season. I've seen all the seasons. So they're doing oh wow, you're a fan. I am a fan. It's that good. You're excited? The first season's great. The first two seasons are very good. Really, the only season that I thought was genuinely horrible is four, which was Freak Show. I think all the other ones are worth seeing. I enjoyed them. But four, you can skip. Freak show is terrible. We'll see how good Colt is. I'm gonna skip all of them. The last thing that I would like to mention Like, you're an idiot. You don't even watch Game of Thrones. I have a lot. Got my mention in Game of Thrones, baby. Ah, <laughs> oh, you
1: jerk! Yes. Why wow, you really took it down to the end there? Game of
0: Thrones. Gosh, you're a bleep. Old. We're only a couple years away from the return of the final season.
1: Gosh, and it couldn't be uh, couldn't be further. You
0: remember a few weeks back? It's now months back. I teased the show Death Note. Yeah, the anime. The anime that I thought was brilliant—they made a Netflix movie. It is now out on Netflix.
1: Wow. How many times have you seen it already?
0: Once, and it is terrible. Is it? I hated it. That's sad. Uh, People that have seen it that didn't watch the show were like, oh, it's not too bad. It is a mockery of the show. Please. I'm telling you, the premise is cool, and maybe if you didn't see the show and you see the movie, maybe you will like it, but do yourself a favor. Watch the damn show, then watch the movie. Don't cheat. I won't do
1: either. I promise.
0: I hate you. You don't know what good is.
1: I know what great you it is. You never
0: will. That's my standard. Enjoy your 5-11 season. Hate you. That does it for this edition of Nosebleed Seats Podcast. Zach Wolczyk, Eric followup producer, Bat. Episode 29's been great. Enjoy the opening weekend in the National Football League. It's finally here. Zeke will be playing. Probably won't for the next six weeks, but enjoy one week of him, fantasy owners. I totally schooled Eric's draft. In this new league that he's invited me in, it's it's a disgrace that they even offered me to be in this thing because I'm just going to absolutely run train on everybody.
1: Only because you drafted Vance McDonald,
0: I did with the final pick in the entire well, my final pick in the draft. I took Vance McDonald. Most important, and he is the league MVP, Super Bowl MVP sleeper in a losing effort to the Seattle Seahawks. You're You're the draft. Here first, no split seats podcast, hugs and pounce, everybody, Come poised.
3: You are a factory of sadness!